For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Say that with this song. Oh, good morning. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy, we're just looking up on the television here on Mowers Club just before we come on. And Professor Robert Boy was on the. Yeah, uh, boy. He's a learned man, he looks like. And I just do wonder it if all like throughout his life his mates have yelled out, Yeah, boy, when he walks in the room. Good morning and welcome to the Mowers Club. Extension of our high level pre-show meeting right there, in, bleeding into the start of the show. I'm Adam Peacock we and Nick Davis is here. Hi, Nick. You didn't tell us anything. Gibbo's here too. Gibbo. Let's kick hard. <laughs> Run <laughs> kick, hard. Kick to the corners. <laughs> kick to the corners and, and just chase, chase hard, boys. Chase. Gibbo oh, with his pump good. up. Yeah, you guys are all Dini. sweet. You don't Dini. need me. Yeah. No, you don't need him anymore. <laughs> well, come National round here, Nick. Come round here then, mate. National broadcaster. <laughs> come round here, Nick. Quick, you can press all the buttons. Yeah, man. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take that piece of paper our off man National, our man National broadcaster. Yeah, he's uh, he's a little bit nervy this morning. I think he's playing for the first time in about six weeks as well, later on this afternoon. And it's going to look like that. <laughs> Look like the Easter show. Yes. Good morning, everyone, and hope you're having a great Saturday. Sun is well, kind of out in Sydney town, and it's out in mm. Brisbane. It's going to be a beautiful day today in Brisbane. So welcome to everyone no listening up there on uh, SENQ up there in Brisbane and 1170 here in Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast, and listening live on the SEN app or retrospectively on the Marvel's Club podcast through Apple, Spotify, and the usual places you get your podcasts from and don't forget, throughout the show, have your say on whatever you want, 0457 736 736. Nick, you survived Suncorp. Well I done. Did. did you wear light blue? I did. Cool. I did. I did. I also took my 13-year-old daughter so and used her as a human shield. <sighs> See, I'm not sure about that. Using, wearing, would you have worn as I gave it to the sky blue? Tino saying, you're the next Sam Thiday, third man Thiday. <laughs> would you have said that without? <laughs> No, no, I got wound up in the second half. I was quite reserved in the first half, and I got wound up in the second half. So you didn't give it the big one when we hit the lead in the first half? Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Like, get that up, yeah, and and carrying on. And then it would have been returned with interest in the second half. And then (laughs) then, this is education for for Geordie as uh, Ben Hunt was striding away. And she's like, oh, "Can we go now?" And I was like, oh, "You can't do, you can't do the walk of shame up the aisle." She goes, "There's a minute to go. We're not going to win." I said, "Yeah, I know, but just sit there, mate, because this walk <laughs> up this aisle will not be worth it." No, <laughs> beat the traffic. Don't care about the traffic. <laughs> I'd rather sit in an hour of traffic than walk up this aisle in my blues jersey. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Uh, Joel Kane on the text line has chimed in. He's uh, gearing up for crunch time this afternoon. Nashi said, "Have a good show. Get Gibbo plenty of early touches. Ramp it up, boys. Thank you for the inspirational, inspirational content, Joel. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Coming up on the show, uh, we're talking to Josh Morris, former Rooster three hundred gamer as well." Charlotte Caslick as well, Australian Sevens captain and chief cricket writer at the Australian Peter Lawler will join us. Plenty happening in cricket and, of course, Sir Tristan Lord, Lord. Merlihan from Top Sport who will get a great host. 
give it to us about uh, Queensland. But yeah, kindly hosted you and it got is. your tickets for Origin. So and we won nice. indoor cricket. I saw that. We got the win. I saw a post on social media of your good self was playing a snippet. indoor cricket. <laughs> it was a snippet. I'm wondering it was why. It a beautiful shot. It was just a little forward prod and a single. Why wasn't there anything more flamboyant? What do you mean it was a forward prod and a single? Well, you it was ran... straight out of the middle. Yeah. It was into the back net and a one. That's a five, my friend. Oh, it's a five. Okay. Well, I didn't see that because the camera didn't pan around. But And the Lord is, has has spoken down about the indoor cricket that he plays in. It's very good. And I was n- not prepared for the indoor cricket. Queensland representatives, Australian representatives. Oh, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Brilliant. None, none for six off two overs. I was happy with that. Oh, tied down an end. Yeah, yeah, well done. First ball come out real good. Yeah. Hadn't played cricket for ages. First one. Fizzed out, like well, nice. Yeah. Second one, you get the tingly fingers, tingly forearm, and <laughs> the rest of that over. Sitting here shaking like someone stood in my hand. Not, not that great, but it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good to top the, sport headquarters. The curation I find interesting on uh, on social media. It's like, oh, you're not going to show yourself playing and missing or doing it. It's like yeah. well, never see a bad shot of someone on Instagram type happen. thing. And that was you on Twitter playing indoor cricket. Uh and we're going to chat about all things golf. Cameron Smith. Oh. We're going to lead with this. Cameron Smith, 13 under par, leading the British Open, the Open Championship, playing so well. Tiger Woods missed the cut by a long way. Just couldn't get it happening. You're Tiger into was, him later on? Not into him. You are. But I'll have a take. Yes. I don't know if it's a hot take, but it's <clears> a take. So, yeah, Tiger Woods uh, being given a beautiful farewell. He's um, Tear up. tearing up as well, was he? Walking up St Andrews, he just knows that his body can't do what his mind wants to no more. But, uh, yeah, Cameron Smith. But that's okay. That, that is okay. It happens to everyone, doesn't it? Uh, Cameron Smith, 13 under par, playing so oh, he well. He played so well. He putted so well. I was up last night uh, watching it. Uh, he putted so well. Made a uh, long-range eagle on 14. But 0457736736, the question I want people to answer is this. My co-host here, Nick Davis, is in love deeply, <laughs> deeply, madly, Invest, truly, investedly, <laughs> invested financially. Rory McIlroy, who is three off the lead, isn't he? And I asked you the question as you walked in. Who am I cheering for? Who are you on? Who are you with? And you said, Rory. He's not playing for Australia. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is this un-Australian of Nick Davis to go against our mulleted king <laughs> with the wispy bum fluff mo that we can a lot of us can relate to? Not while my man's three off the lead. I'm solid. Your man. He is. What do you have in common with Rory McIlroy? Oh, we we played. You've played golf with me. Yes. What do you have in common exactly. with Rory McIlroy? Plenty. Plenty. Lenty. Cameron Smith. He played very well. It's And it'll, it'll come up in my Yenna, but uh, the old course, um, interesting out there. Winds, the, the bumps and bumps everywhere. The Black Stump Eel. Boys, I've got a two-hour each-way drive on my way to a call-out. Ramp it up and keep me entertained. Big game, let's lift. Yes, it is a big game, but a two-hour round-trip call-out. Black Stump Eel, I hope you are... Charging way overs for whatever you're doing. <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> whatever you're 1170 Give us a call. Give us a call. But yeah, the British Open. We'll talk about it a bit later on. The Open Championship. 
Uh, from St Andrews, the 150. Plenty of other Aussies in there. Version of yeah, yeah, Adam Scott. He was just swinging it purely as well. He's playing and better kits from Adam Scott. Yeah, not, not so the, much beige. Not the double. The double cream, the double beige, the double brown beige. Min Woo Lee, six under. Yes, playing well. Playing okay. Lucas Herbert, six under. His back nine. Uh, Min Woo Lee was, I think, eagle, bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie. Cut no pass. What's that? Cut and paste. Cut and paste. Yeah. Extraordinary round. Uh, NRL, can't say I watched it last night, unfortunately, because I was watching the surfing. Gibbo, you'd be proud of me. And I was watching the golf, and I was watching the Manchester United game from uh, the Melbourne Victory at uh, MCG in the background as well. But the footy, the Sharkies, that's a big win. Yeah, they there. started well. 26-12 over the Cowboys. Yeah, important. They started well. The Cowboys were, were without their origin stars. Uh, all of them ruled out. All ruled out. Um, big call, Toddy Patton. Big call, but uh, greater good. But you can do that when you've you've banked a few wins early, yep. Toddy Patton. So yep. uh, the, the Sharkies started well. Um, there was a bit of a fight back there. Chad Townsend led the charge there for the Cowboys either side of halftime. But uh, Sharks too good. And now it's jostling for the probably – in the safe zone, really, the Sharks for the the final. Now you're jostling for for top four, and uh, Cowboys are in that position as well. So the old in AFL, they call it the eight point game, where you've got oh, we've <laughs> that does my head in. <laughs> you don't get eight, you only get four. <laughs> does my head in. So, so that pe- was a four point game. As it stands right now, Penrith on thirty two, Cowboys on twenty six, Sharks on twenty six, Storm who have fallen off a cliff. On 24, and Para after their narrow win in the end over the Warriors, it was 28-18, but uh, Warriors in a good second half. Para on 24, Bronx 22, South 20, Manly big game this afternoon against Newcastle, but below that, huge game, um, Dragons, Roosters 18 and 16. The Roosters, no consistency whatsoever, a bit like their kick-catch coach. That's hard to say. (laughs) It's hard to be it. <laughs> I bet it is. Well, it's a big game as well because Manly are playing the Dragons next week. So well, it's all in happening around at that eight, it's mm. hugely important, <laughs> this 3 p.m. game today. Huge but, narratives around that. But, yeah, uh, Craig Fisk, given what he's done with the Sharks, very, very good. Good to watch when they're on flow. Unlike St Kilda last night, AFL, obviously they put a few on the board late because I was – yeah. Scrolling through Twitter, and every Saints fan on Twitter was just giving it to them, their own team. There isn't there no vengeance like a, a, a disappointed fan giving it to their own team. Yeah. And it's like a you, you've earned the right. What? You've earned the right to say what you want, so you say what you want. On social media? On so, like, not just in general, to your mates. Oh, um, yeah, no. Whatever. Oh, yeah, no. What? You, why? What, does it make you feel better? I think if you enunciate frustration psychologically it you has been proven okay. You've, if you talk about your grievances and your issues it's a lot better than holding them in nick you sound you sound like you've done that plenty of time. yeah <laughs> do you need do we need to give you the microphone for 20 do you need to grieve yeah guys just leave the room for we a need minute. To vent. give me 20 minutes uh but in the western bulldogs uh better than what they were against the swans last week called right. that fairy foundation uh they were better they contested footy, their clearance work, where they're number one in the league. They got back to doing that. I thought, in my in my expert opinion, that St Kilda might be too good for them. Their forwards, uh, forward line is their strength, but they got smashed in the middle and they just couldn't get the ball in their front half to score. Uh, 
disappointing off the back of the coach re-signing Brett Ratton, the Kilda and their fan base who thought, well, here we go. This might be our chance to do something. Uh, well, very, very interesting there at St Kilda. Mm. And again, Aaron Norton, probably the, the dog's leading forward. He didn't play. Um, so, uh, but the Bont was outstanding. He was very, very, very good. Marcus Bont and Pelly. Yes. Le Bont. Le Bont. Uh, tennis. Just a quick one on tennis. Yeah, Jason Kubler. going. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, we stop. love the Kubes. Kubes. He got the multi up. Yeah, he got the multi up and he's made the final. Did we have any luck last week? I didn't listen. Uh, thanks, mate. Did we have any luck last week? No. Or? I'll just go out and have a guess and say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll check it. So Tristan's we'll, coming up. We'll, we'll check in with the Lord. Sock had Joel's horse, I think. Yeah, for uh, Trust, trust yeah. and yeah, it didn't didn't it's, hit the podium. It's still out there. So yeah. he missed, and then Adam actually backed in his mate's horse. <laughs> so we put a red horse. line through that. So I would, I would go out and say no. <laughs> it's, it's backing up the date, Rose Hill, um, actually, in race three. Diamond Hands at 12 to 1, Diamond, if anyone's interested. Oh, Diamond Hands. Yeah. Diamond Hands. I might have a little place there on that. Uh, Coobs has made the final in Newport on grass. So, no, like grass court. <laughs> Quantify that. Uh, he's... He's outstanding at the moment, the Coob, right on the Coob's train. So, yeah, he's uh, he's made the final against um, Alexander Bublik. Not Bublik. Bublik. Bublé. Bublé. Uh, he beat Andy Murray, um, the Kazakh. So, uh, yeah, um, outstanding effort from Jason Kuba. Sorry, semi-final. I was getting excited. He's made the final. He's going to make the final. He's made the semi-final. Anyway, uh, we didn't golf. Talk, we didn't talk Eels Warriors. Did we talk Eels Warriors? A little bit. Did we? I don't think we did. Yeah, we put them in. It was okay, Warriors. Yeah, there you go. You just did it. I did it. Surfing Gibbo, give us our surfing update from J-Bay. It was so good to see this. And you're a casual fan, Adam, maybe just a bit more than a casual fan. But the waves, this is a surfing term, guys, pumping. Mm. Absolutely pumping. (laughs) They're pumpage. And so usually with surf events, they could have average waves. It's just two guys sitting there. Whenever they have one at Manly. Why do they oh. have surfing events at Manly? Well, funny Why? you say that because... Why? <laughs> oh, let's go and play golf. Government at a, money. Where there's no golf course. <laughs> yeah, no. That's stupid. But they're going to change that now. Well, they're going to put no waves more. there. Everyone's <laughs> going to be out the back with their boogie boards and making waves out the back. Oh, let's just wait for the next AFL second, shall we, Nick? Um, <laughs> no, nah, so, I'm not having a nah, pot nah. at surfing. Well, the Manly comp is going to change to Narrabee. So yes. that's a lot better. They changed the time of when the events were, which is usually in summer. So they moved it to April. So that's going to work in its favour. But anyway, yeah. we're getting distracted here. We are. Jay Bay uh, over in South up, Africa. The, the left or rider. <laughs> it's a rider. So it goes from right hand. Left or right. right hand of your radio dial to the left hand of your radio dial. So it's the right hand of when you're on it. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you describe it in surfing terms? As if you're, right-hander. If you're right-hander. looking at it or if, as if you're surfing it? From where it, it comes. Yeah. The way you're facing it. So it's a right-hander. So it's a right-hander. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So right-hander. Jack Robinson and Ethan Ewing. <laughs> so there's two young guys essentially on the men's side of the draw. They made the final. Ethan Ewing from the Gold Coast. So hello to all our SENQ listeners. Patrick. Stradbroke Island. Yes, I think he is a relation of Patrick and Dan Ewing too, <laughs> who was on home and away and was in the yeah. charity basketball game with Jamie Soward. And Nick Kyrgios. And Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> so good for them to so basically. He, he bruised so hard, Sammy. He just bruised oh, so hard. Oh, that was one of the best. He was trying so last hard. Last week, last for Sunday. A, for a, just a, a, a retweet or a, or a <laughs> repost on Instagram. And he got up. Sorry. Go so on. essentially, just quickly. So these Sorry. two guys, they made the final. They will be pretty much in the top five. There's one event to go, which is in Chopu, Tahiti. Mm. Jack Robinson from WA loves big waves, love barreling waves. He'll do well there. 
hopefully, now that I've said it. And Ethan Ewing, who is who is also in the top five, he needs an okay result. Ooh, so fingers crossed, they both will be making the top five. And going forward, these two are going to be our guys who are going to be challenging the Brazilians. It's a pretty good year to win because the Brazilian guys are out. John John Florence, who's, mm. I think, a two-time world champion, he's injured, he's gone. Yep. Gabriel Medina, as you rightly said, MCL injury, so he's gone. So if there was a year to Very pounce, good. it's this year here. So... And just quickly on the women's side of the draw, Steph Gilmore and Tyler Wright remain in the top five. Tyler Wright made the final, losing out to Brazilian again, Tatiana Weston-Webb. Yep. Back to you guys. <laughs> from over in Freshwater. <laughs> from the Barrel of Freshwater. You've been ginning into SEN Surf. Yes, for the last five SEN minutes. Surf. Hachi, is an idea. SEN Surf. SEN yep. Surf. Get it on the app. There you go. Well, SEN Fanatic. Or and... you can take me over to Europe and I can commentate live from the events or just sideline eye, whatever well, you need, Hutchie. Good. In about a month's time, they'll be in Chopu in Tahiti. You know they had a code red there this week? Yeah, I saw that. You know what a code red is? Get out it? there. <laughs> <laughs> the people were out there. Get out there. People were out good. there. Yeah. And got absolutely smoked as well. <laughs> One really dude fell it? off his wave and uh, he was underwater for 200 metres. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Surface. No waves, nah, not surfing. Oh, waves too big, not surfing. Can I only... Oh, oh, sorry, it's too windy. I'm not playing today. Uh, Says the bloke, oh, geez, this opponent's a bit hard. I'll just (laughs) hang here in the forward pocket for four quarters. Oh, wait, who are we playing next week? Time go by. Oh, dear. Um, Morning, Mowers. Greg from Gundagai here. Uh, I have a lot of time for Freddie Fittler, all he does for the game, even in the bush. He came to a fundraiser a few years ago for my club, the Gundagai Tigers, and was so good with his time, but we need a new origin coach. <laughs> there was always a butt coming in but. that. <laughs> we need a new orange coach, uh, origin coach. Freddie has lost two of the last three series, and it's time for a fresh new voice. In my opinion, there's only one man for the job, and it's Joey Johns. He gets origin. He was more upset than the players about the loss. Craig, funny you mentioned that. I watched Johns on that post-game show, and it looked like he was having an existential crisis trying to come to terms with whether or not he should coach him or not. I I don't know. That's what it just felt like. I reckon Matthew, Andrew, joint coaching role for New South Wales. If Freddie decides, that's it. It's been interesting, the fallout, the backlash, the talk from it. So there should be. You lose an origin game that you expected to win, there should be some kind of fallout and... But all, but all it's been is what what it hasn't been. Well, what what went wrong? Well, <laughs> what went wrong? If it's not we care more or we pick the right team or hold the thought for the week yeah, review. We can review. We can Leave review. Leave it there. Stay tuned. I have a theory. Uh, back all in a moment. Broad Beach Waters. Yeah. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut, or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Still clearing out the Zinger box <laughs> empty cartons. I think there's some pizza in the fridge, Lord, still. Uh, Lord Sir Tristan Millahan <laughs> from topsport.com.au, who did have a visitor through the yeah. week, and hopefully the manner in which you reside, Lord, <laughs> has recovered as such. 
G'day, boys. Yes, no, long time no speak. Nick, and yeah, there is still a couple of slices of pizza. We had a very healthy diet over the last uh, last few days. So, uh, no, certainly uh, in peak fitness at the moment, ready for uh, ready for a game of cricket on Tuesday. We had all intents and purposes the first time. We had cre- indoor cricket, and we got the win. We we got the win. If we had lost, they lost, but we won. Uh, and then we went, and we're like, oh, Geordie. So we got pizza the first night, and then we're like, oh, Thursday night, we'll go and have, have a nice feed. Rory Birdie's the first. He's like, do you want to go out for a feed? I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so Chinese got held in and we sat oh, there Chinese. and we cheered Ernie Ellsheim like you would not believe. Oh, the smooth singing, yeah. swinging South African. Um, Lord, as well, I, I thought it was nice of you. Uh, Nick probably asked you, oh, do I need to get a hit up Hertz or Avis or whatever like that to hire a car? And you've, <laughs> you've rocked up and given him the 1983 used Corolla to uh, drive around town really stylishly. So well done. 1985, actually. Oh, so, sorry. No, a little bit, little bit up. Yeah, yeah no, but he, uh, and he, uh, he, 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 he never got to the roads nicer. There's only a couple of extra scratches on it when I got it back, so it was, uh, it was mm. good. 275,000 Ks <laughs> on that thing and still going strong. Outstanding. Um, how was through the week uh, with Queensland? Well done, by the way, and that's that's where we'll leave that. But um, the outsiders, New South Wales were way unders, way unders, and so it was proven. Yeah, oh, it was great, and it was just uh, very enjoyable uh, sending Nick out there to the game, and, uh, and 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 being surrounded by fifty thousand very happy Queenslanders at the end of it. It was uh, it was a wasn't a cracking contest. The uh, a lot of intensity, obviously those couple of injuries early, but they um, yeah they managed to play out a great game, and yeah, plenty of action, and uh, obviously Queenslanders big underdogs. We had a few loyal Queenslanders that got the result at a big price, and uh, yeah, and then obviously Caelan Ponga getting man of the match, so. It was, um, yeah, very, very good betting contest. Hey, Tris, how do you think, and we're going to talk about it in the week in review, Clint Newton coming out and saying that all uh, Origin players should be stood down for the next week. How does that, would that help in regards to framing markets and, and over-under lines and such uh, going forward? Yeah, it's a tricky one at the moment. It's probably better than what it was two or three years ago because at least now with the squads at 21, you know, like the Cowboys, it was pretty clear early that they weren't going to play. So as long as you know if someone's in or out, it's the uncertainty if, if uh, maybe in years gone by where you didn't know until an hour before, which is always tricky. But yeah, I, I think as long as it's clear, as long as it's communicated, not just from our point of view, but from the pundits' point of view as well, like no one really wants to have a bet if they're uncertain if a player's going to play or not. So I think, however it is, it just needs to be communicated clearly for both sides. Turn your microphone on, mate. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. There needs to be a fine system. <laughs> uh, and last week, the, the multi, uh, Sox multi didn't get up, did it, uh, Lord? No, no. Well, that was, uh, uh, we definitely wouldn't have been getting our Chinese if, if that lost. So, no, we, <laughs> were, uh, we, were, we were happy enough with that one when it bowed out in the first leg. But, uh, no, we got over 5,000 in the kitty now, 5,122. So, uh, Nick's on a, on, a, on a heater at the moment, running off uh, his result from a couple of weeks ago. I only heard it about that 14 times over the last few days. So it he, was, uh, yeah. And who do you reckon tipped him into most of them as well, by the way? Oh, he said it was all him. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, Lord, we'll catch up later in the show, uh, run through all the odds for the, the footy and uh, a bit of racing today and the golf the as golf. well. What There's you a take fair on the chance golf. that my yeah. multi will involve. Oh, one Northern Irishman. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Lord. Speak later. Enjoy the pizza. Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au. Back in a moment with a week in review. Welcome back to the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers, 100 years of uh, innovation. We've got our week in review on the way. Let us know on the text line 0457 736 736. This is on the rundown for the week in review. Uh, Players been asked to back up for Origin. The, uh, The Players Association wants a blanket ban on players doing it. 
Uh, do Queensland really have more passion about origin? Buddy Franklin contract talk is 500,000 unders for the big Budwana for re-signing with the Sydney Swans. Nani signing with Melbourne Victory. Did you get into Manchester United Melbourne Victory last night? Well, don't you care? And the rugby, Eddie. Does anyone antagonise like Eddie Jones, the England coach, ahead of uh, the deciding match between Australia and England tonight at the SCG? That's on the way on the Recon Review, so let us know your thoughts, 0457 736 736. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. Yeah, welcome back. This is the Week in Review. <laughs> Plenty to talk about this week. There is. Let us know when we bring up a subject. Let us know your thoughts on said subject on 0457 736 736. Jeez, I'm three under par after six on the uh, <laughs> on the text line calls out and call out this morning. So I can afford to take it easy on the back nine. Uh, rugby league. We'll start with rugby league. And Paul Kent brought this up. On NRL three sixty, he's he's pretty um pretty pretty annoyed about it, Kenty. But oh, let's face it, that's the show. But um, here's what he had to say: it was a really interesting point. We've got a bloke that gets knocked on the door by Billy Slater. And says, "Mate, you're playing five eight months out." He tears up and he says, "I won't let Queensland down." The number six in the other jersey can't wait to play for Samoa. So don't mm. tell me the passion's equal. Yeah, interesting take. And then. Uh, I did notice, Nick, a photo on uh, social media in the last couple of days with Tino and uh, one of the other Queensland players. I can't remember which one. Uh, Big Puppy and Jeremiah Nanai with the Samoa flag after the game with a big smile on their face, obviously proud to represent Samoa. So I don't know if that fits the narrative that he's getting across, but I do get the point that there's a certain edge about Queensland when everything's on the line as opposed to... New South Wales, it's different. I actually don't think it's a bad thing that the two states approach it in a different way. And, like, I get Brandy saying, well, that's rubbish. That Of course they care about it. Before the game, Brandy wouldn't have looked around at the, no the New saying, South Wales dressing room. I don't think room. anyone's saying they don't care. Yeah. But they're saying the Queensland care more. Hmm. But if... But you if, can care if, too much. Can you? <laughs> you can real damn... I'm real concerned about you. But a lot of time so this Kenty's week like, to yeah. So he's allowed to have his opinion. And Brandy and everyone's come out and said that's – I think Joey come out as well and said that it's um, someone to have that opinion that hasn't put on a jersey you can't have. Well, he, people are allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. Whether it agrees with you or whether you agree with it or not, that's fine. But if someone like Greg Ellis – well, if it's not that we don't care less, well, what was it? Mm. What was it? Did we pick the wrong people? Was it the wrong game plan? Were there skill execution errors? Were there brain fades? Was what was it? Mm. Entitled to answers. Mm. I, I just, think, but I think I think Freddie's. I think he's the right man for the job. Mm. It feels like New South Wales try to win the football game by just purely football matters, as opposed to Queensland, the way that they ravaged New South, I'll say that word, yeah, ravaged yeah. New South Wales in the second half with their effort and enthusiasm and their kick chase. Yeah. Like Cherry Evans kicking, what, on the second or third, about five or six but times. That, but, and that's Brandy's point. Like, 
Cherry Evans wasn't doing that because he cared more about State of Origin. That True. was tactically a very good move. Tactically. But then New South Wales, knowing that that was coming, I got worried when I saw Freddie on the sideline. And I went, you haven't done that in the first two games. <laughs> you changed true. it because of that. Billy said, stuff you, Channel on. I ain't talking to you. Ripped the headset off and stood up for the whole game. Yep. But he stayed where he was. He, he kept it the yep. same, seeing what he wanted to. Freddie went down the sideline. Why didn't the message get out to Talakai, Crichton, the whole team? Why wasn't it in their heads already? Probably don't try and offload inside your own 10 metres or hold on to the damn ball a bit better. Now, that seems so simple. And, a you know, a pencil neck like me can say that when I'm not charged with trying to get through a wall of my own. I'm glad you said neck. (laughs) 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 I so want to say something, but it's between 9 and 12 on a Saturday morning, Saturday morning. So I can't work out why. It felt like New South Wales were looking for an easy way. Uh, I don't think they uh, An easier way than Queensland Queensland were prepared To play at an unbelievable intensity And do whatever they like. Do you reckon those Fords wanted Cherry Evans To kick on the second or third When they just got back in the line And then they had to chase down the other end No, but they had to find it within themselves to do it Mm. Why couldn't New South Wales counteract that With the longest kick in the game with the, well, firstly, the longest kick in the game or the biggest boot in the game that only kicked the ball once in the second half. Mm. Work that out. Yeah. But the the effort levels to get off the line were huge, but not enough. Yeah. Like we're talking origin here, so there. it's the absolute we top there. of the game. And it was the end that uh, Jordy and I see. But New South Wales were trying, trust me. No, they I, were absolutely no doubt. trying, but... Sometimes you get beat by a better, and sometimes that's fine. You go, well, we didn't get it right. We got, it, it's all the stuff that comes around where people go, oh, it's the unlosable. Well, it's a two horse race. It's pretty easy to get beat the two horse race <laughs> when it's even. Yeah, when it's even. That's why I thought those odds were way under. Way. Soon as yeah, given where the game was being way. played. At. One, one big stuff. Surely I haven't seen the 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 fallout, and I haven't seen Freddie or Brandy explain it. So I got too hard, but. Why was Jack Whiten sitting there in the 18 jersey? Why? When he was your best player in the first game. Do you reckon, okay, swap the roles. He plays for Queensland. Does he play game three? Yeah. Of course he does. Anyway, that's by the by. Should Latrell would have helped too. Latrell would have helped, but I get how he didn't play. He's just come back from Miami and, yeah. And and in in off, if Latrell had played in that game, oh. Petrol tickets would have been, and like as much work as he did, and I get the yeah. feeling you would have spent ten in the bin as well. <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect to Latrell, when can it got a bit about, Can we talk about my my sin bidding theory and, and how it all works that I put in the group chat the other day? Is it a yeah nah? No, it, it's in this. Okay, it's in this. So my sin bidding theory it goes: first bloke to throw a punch, yes, he, he's gone. Yeah, like it was the other night. No, he's gone. Yeah. Second bloke to throw a punch. Yeah. He's safe. What? Because as long as he throws it back to the person that threw the first one, you got to de- you need to be able to defend yourself. Two to tango. Yep. Okay. Right. So second bloke, he's safe. Yeah. Third bloke in. Yeah. He's gone. Okay, Tino. <laughs> See ya. Because you can't be third man in. Yeah. So he's gone. Fourth man in. Yeah. He's safe as long as he only goes third man. He was a Queenslander. The other night, so he's gone. White. <laughs> uh, he's gone. Burton as well. Fourth man in. 
He was fourth man in. The fourth man in. So it was three on one at one stage. Oh, well, fourth man in as long as it's on the second man's team. Okay. So he's safe. But if he's not on the second man's team, team is he gone? He's gone. And then everyone after that, gone. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been. First man, gone. Second man, safe. Third man in, gone. Fourth man in, as long as he's the same team as the second man. Because okay. he can flog the third man because he's the worst <laughs> perpetrator. Yes. Third man in is the worst. Yes. he. I can't believe he didn't the go. The worst. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't go. Anyway, he didn't. Like, no, I like the theory. Seventh like man the in, eighth I think man you've got in, to work which would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Safe. I think you've got to work on the theory about the fourth man in. Yeah, but so it, the fourth man if in, fourth man in is on the team of first and third, he's gone. Oh, so you're saying the other night it would have been... 13 on 10. Yes. <laughs> For 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have stormed the field. It would have felt like it. Uh, anyway. It probably, it probably won't work. It, it, look, it, well, it probably won't come to fruition, but anyway. Are you, with, are you with Clint Newton saying that uh, yep. he's approached the end of a blanket ban on players but yep. asked to back up? Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, it's just another rule. But we're doing so much work in the space of, oh, we need to protect players and all this sort of stuff. Look. Sometimes you need to protect them. It, in the 80s, 90s, it was a badge of honour, and it still is a badge of honour. Roosters boys put the jersey on. It's, they they see it as a badge of honour, and you don't want to let your team down because, look, it's a great honour to play State of Origin and the team, and I get it. But it just – I think it helps. Some players play 20 minutes in Origin. It's true. But it, I, so I they think shouldn't blanket, play. Honestly. I think blanket They'll be fresh as. I think blanket. Oh, you can have uh, – if they're going to do this, clubs, and yes. I'm a big proponent yeah. of clubs, clubs should, for the next season, they'll work out across the whole series what players miss what games and pro rata what that player would have got for that game for his club yeah. by on the basis of his contract. The club get that in their salary cap the next year. I agree with that. Dispensation. Because they miss out on having the player for providing them to origin. Mm-hmm. What do they get? Just watch their player get bashed in an origin game. Awesome. <laughs> True. Gets the week off. Can't play for us on the weekend. Awesome. We're going to get something back. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's in the negotiations. If it's not, Clint, yep. little idea for you. Anyway, AFL, Buddy yeah. Franklin, contract talk. Yeah. What's going on here? Above my pay grade. <laughs> in this one's. Literally. Absolutely. <laughs> By about five years. But um, uh, I think it'll get done. Um, you think he'll stay? I think so. You're guessing, though. You don't know what's going on. He's got to pack up a big house with two kids. He doesn't want to pack that up. <laughs> Budwa. I think, I think it would be uh, sad and disappointing if he went somewhere else for one year or maybe two years, but probably one. Um, if the story, there's, if there's the story. a side there that if he thinks he can, like this side could, if they're not there when the whips are cracking this year, they would, with another year under the but would definitely be there the year after. If he wants to go out with a comp, that. The one he's been in for ten years and unable to win one at the Swans. Uh, I think I think he'll stay. Okay. I think he'll stay. Where else would he go? Exactly. Where else would he go? All right. Pack up his big house with two kids. Nightmare. Be toys everywhere. (laughs) Don't want to do that. You rent it out. You get a good price for it. Let's go and live somewhere else for twelve months. Stay there for you, bud. I'll I'll sit. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you like the waft of leftover Chinese in your house, bud. Yeah, Manchester United, you, you big Manchester United fan, Nick. Yes, sir, I am. Yeah, I haven't seen the Chicharito jersey since I didn't, the day I, that Ronaldo I, I, did, yeah. <laughs> I was busy. I couldn't make my way down to the MCG. Plenty Do you care people, about it? Plenty of people dressed as seats. 75,000 there. It's a pretty good crowd. 
Carlton Collingwood. Friendly. Same, same. Yeah, World game. Anyway. <laughs> so I say to you, Nick. World game. Kids, stick with your AFL career. You too could go to Adelaide one day. Exactly. Um, do you care about it? I Personally, as a football fan, it's like a – I don't – If you support the team, absolutely. If you're a Manchester United fan, you might not have the – the funds or the availability to go over to the, the UK or wherever and watch them play? Absolutely. Melbourne Victory fans got into it last night. <laughs> as, as they were walking out, they were doing the big, uh, giving Manchester United some advice to go elsewhere and then ripped a flare when they scored in the fourth minute. So <laughs> they were into the game. World game. World game. They enjoyed themselves. There was a funny photo of someone on Twitter going, oh, I can't believe they've let off a flare. When they let off the flare in front of them, is those big, you know, those big flame throwers <laughs> that they put in these? So hang on a minute. So that's the end of the world, and that is okay. Anyway, odd rugby tonight. Eddie Jones stirring the pot, loves a stir. It wasn't Edward. enough for that early. It, he that's one one. He was under the radar, and now he's gone right. It's my time. Well, he, if he gets beaten, this he's under the pump, isn't he? Oh, for sure. I think though before World Cup. Yeah, really. Well, the time. The, really? the whips are cracking. The whips are cracking in England, similar like they are in New Zealand. He's under the microscope. England have underperformed for a couple of years now. The yeah, thing is, though, today, this is a huge test for the Wallabies. Their depth has sort of been tested. We've had a few injuries. We're backs up against the wall. Uh, we love it. For the rugby league guys out there, Suliasi Vunavalu, who's been named on the wing, mm. yeah. he's had a bit of a wretched time at the Reds, sort of got a bit of form at the end of the year. So hopefully he gets a crack. Uh, that... Australia's going to not go for uh, intercepts this week. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe well, it. I, I missed that last week. Again, we about it. I'm sure we'll get to that at the end. Uh, but it's, it's a crap shame for rugby, union, for rugby Union because the eyes aren't always on it. And last they week are. they were. <laughs> they and then were. when they are, they absolutely... people are... People are bagging it for, you know, yellow cards. People, you know, getting injured or high tackles for no reason. It's a shame for a rugby union fan. But look, anyway, we've got to decide it tonight. Yep. At the SCG hosting its first test since the 80s. None of the players playing for Australia were born at that time. And they've got to scrum in runners so they don't ruin the game. Oh, exactly right. That would be a good idea. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All of a sudden, someone's sticking up for the quality of turf. If I brought that up with football, it'd be like, oh, get on with that. It's not that bad. You don't even have to pick the ball up. You just, you just boot it off the ground. Anyway. What? <laughs> and then for Least the All Blacks, for the, the All Blacks, Roger Tuivasa yeah, has good. also been named. He has. Uh, a 23 jersey. It's going to be like if that game goes down to the wire, I don't see him getting on. But mm. if the All Blacks come out firing, which. I can guarantee you they will. He'll probably get on at the back end of the That'd game. That'd be good. So, look, a few rugby league converts to look out for this afternoon. I will say, Nick, if you say another word along those lines, a tweet's <laughs> going out Twitter with you pole. tagging in. All right? <laughs> if you want that again in your life throughout the next 24 hours, yeah. keep it up, pal. That's yeah. the Week in Review. We've got some calls on the way, yeah. some texts as well <laughs> on the other side of this break. Stick on the line if you're uh, calling in. And, yeah, we'll get to those texts in a moment. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, after the week in review, some text on the text lines, some callers as well into them ads. Uh, like game one, New South Wales disappointing and ill-prepared to bring the ball off their own line inside their own half. No variation to that. Love your work, boys. Every Saturday I am. Cheers, Kiwi Bulldog. Kiwi Bulldog, thank you for listening, mates. Uh, Gary from Utown is on the line. 
Gaz, good morning. Nick. Gary. Good morning. morning. I, I, I'm going to have a stab on, on, on the state game. I look at it this way. <clears throat> the, the third game was always going to be different to the second game. So the score didn't indicate in the second game what we should be doing in the third game. That's, that's the first thing I'll say. If we had Luttrell and Tommy, see, I'm working on half breaks to get Appy and Tedesco into the game. If we had Luttrell and Tommy, half breaks come because we accumulate points. Not a problem. So that forward pack in the third game for the Blues could could win the game with Luttrell, with uh, Tommy and Luttrell. Yeah. But now, now we haven't got them. It's hard to get points. Now, I'm looking for half breaks because I want Appy and Tedesco in the game. How do we do that? I say this. I say we get, we get props who can't defend us along. And over 80 minutes, we take away their oxygen. Half breaks come. Appy ducks and weaves. And Tedesco kicks up from there. And we get our points that way. I think the problem was we didn't have the right forwards in the third game to match them. That's why. Thanks, Gaz. I get your point. Gary. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Payne Haas. No one really mentioned That's him true. as well without him. But obviously, Queensland will counteract. Oh, we didn't have Cam Munster. So it's, it's not like for like, but still big players. Forestville Ferret uh, from St. Ives on the uh, the text line. Looking forward to having Gibbo in your wonderful suburb this afternoon playing rugby union. Uh, what's happening, Ferret? Oh, good day, boys. Look, there are so many uh, topics to talk about on the State of Origin game. But if I can can start with the uh, why are Queensland so, uh, you know, so passionate about it and New South Wales, by some accounts, aren't. I'm old enough to remember the days in the uh, early 70s and, and what have you where Queensland has played for New South Wales mm. and we would flog them. Yep. And uh, obviously that's what the state of origin came about. But that is in their DNA. They are getting reminded about those days Every generation of rugby league player yeah. that has come through to play for Queensland, it's like the Muslims and the Christians. And uh, the New South Wales uh, team, I feel, has always had a sense of entitlement about them because they've always gone in favourite. Yep. And uh, whereas with Queensland, of course, they've always played the underdog card very well. They have, just, Ferret. Just, the news yeah. is coming, mate. Be quick. You've got 10 oh. seconds. Okay, Jack Whiten. Look, Freddie was a hero in game two. He was a villain in game three. I mean, make up your mind, fellas. What is he? Well, Whiten wasn't available for game two. He should have been. He was available for game three. He should have played. Ferret, thank you for calling thank in, you. mate. Enjoy. Get down and watch day. our man Gibbo. Yes, get pummeled. Back in a moment <laughs> with the second hour. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Yeah, welcome back to the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers. Great to have your company on a Saturday morning. Adam Peacock, Nick Davis, Gibbo's here as well. And joining us right now is a legend of rugby league. Over 300 games, played for Australia, played for New South Wales. Could have bloody done with him the other night as well. Josh Morris joins us right now. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm. Uh, you've got me just as we're doing uh, some shopping, getting a, a new bed for my little boy. So perfect timing, actually. <laughs> bed shopping. Are you going the double? Race yeah. car. Does he deserve uh, the double race yet? Car, or? Race car. J Moore's rocket ship. Uh, what do you got? Oh, bunks. I, I want to see. I want to see you put bunks together. <laughs> as long as he stays in it, that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, so he's a he, toddler. Is he toddler age? Yeah, he's uh, two and a half. So he's uh, at that great age where yep. uh, he wakes up at any time and comes in and wakes us up. So 
No, that's no good. But that's that's a good thing. Kids are the best. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they absolutely are. And listen to him. He's just enjoying the experience, isn't he? Yeah. Being out with Dad on a Saturday morning looking for beds. There's nothing that a two-year-old wants to do than go and look for beds. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Mate, what are you up to um, these days? How's the, uh, how's the beer industry going? Yeah, it's going well. Um, probably the last uh, month or so, it's been really productive. We've been able to... Uh, start to get it out in a fair few venues along the south coast and we're actually starting to get it into a few pubs and, and clubs now that we're in Keg. So pretty cool to be able to drink your own beer in a schooner glass and uh, yeah, I've had a, uh, I've been doing plenty of uh, bicep curls with uh, schooner glasses since I finished playing. <laughs> it's Cattleman's, isn't it? That's the, the, the yes, lager. How Cattleman's many, Lager. How many variations you got at the moment? You're just concentrating the one? No, we've got just a few? got the one. So we've just, we've, we're, we're at, Looking at uh, expanding now because we just wanted to nail the uh, the first product. There were a couple of issues with it which we've ironed out, as, as happens when you first start out with things. So, uh, yeah, we're looking at, at bringing out something probably in the uh, in the new year. But yeah, very happy with what, where we are and, and what we've got now, and we can't wait for everyone to start trying it as well. Jay, I just want to get your thoughts on this, and everyone's had their crack about State of Origin in the past three or four days. And when you think State of Origin, I heard you talk to the the, uh, the Emerging Blues and the young guys out at, at Homebush about your State of Origin experience with, with you and, and Brett, uh, with Brett busting his shoulder in a game and then you trying to chase down a tackle after the, the bung knee. Um, people saying that it doesn't mean anything to New South Wales. Uh, some of these stories, it absolutely means a lot. Oh yeah, mate. It's yeah. When you hear them say that, it means more to Queensland. Yeah, that really you know hits a nerve with with myself. You know, we played in a uh, in a you know pretty dominant area uh, era for Queensland, but you know there was just as much passion um, with the New South Wales boys as there were with the Queenslanders. And, you know, it's just. It's hard to take. I would have done anything. You know, if you chopped my leg off at that stage, I still would have got up and tried to make a tackle. That's how much that journey means to me and, and meant to Brett. And every time we put it on, it was about representing not just your family, but your whole state. And, um, yeah, it's, it's it's tough when you hear things like that, for sure. Do you reckon it, it means as much to the players that are not eligible to play for Australia, if you know what I mean? And I'm talking about both New South Wales and Queensland here, not pointing the the finger at one player in particular, Luai, at New South Wales. But in general, <laughs> does that come into it? Or is it purely, like, you could be playing for Mars or Pluto and it doesn't matter. If you're New South Wales, you're New South Wales. If you're Queensland, you're Queensland. Yeah, look, I think I think if New South Wales had won, those questions wouldn't even be getting asked. Um, I guess, you know, when when you do have a loss, the, the knives come out and they attack you from every angle. And, you know, saying, uh, those boys coming out and saying that, you know, they can't wait to represent, um, you know, their heritage at the end of the year. Well, you know, they make themselves a target. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I, I thought that, you know, they, they played really well. Um, but, yeah, uh, like I said, it's it's when you lose, the knives come out. And I, I guess everyone's looking at a reason for why uh, the Blues didn't come up with the win on uh, Wednesday night. Jay, have you been keeping your eye on the footy this year? The big game, or a really important game this afternoon with two of the uh, the old clubs, the Dragons and, and the Roosters, uh, both looking for a, a spot in the eight. Uh, what do you think about today's game? Yeah, I, I think this next, um, you know, this last third of the comp is going to be very, very interesting for the Roosters. Uh, I think, 
you know, the the breaks come at a good time for him. Getting a bloke back like Jared this week, um, who, you know, yourself is, is a massive part of that forward pack. Um, they've got blokes moving on at the end of the year in, in blokes like Siwa as well. I think these boys will want to have a massive back end of the year and they need to win pretty much every game. So it starts today for them. Uh, for the Dragons, they've put themselves in a good position. So um, it makes for a really good contest. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the, we're going to see a different Roosters side this this back end of the uh, back end of the season. I think they're, they're fully capable of winning the rest of the games for for the rest of the year and, and making it into the finals. How do you see the Roosters at the moment contending with their, especially one aspect of their game, their, their kick catch? <laughs> How would you say that they're being say coached in that area? <laughs> oh mate, you put me on the spot there. You, I reckon. No, I reckon they're going all right. Yeah. I, I think their kicking's been all right. Yeah. Catching. That's a, that's uh, a yeah, real well. disappointment. <laughs> that's a real, I really wanted you to say. It's not the players' fault. They're actually operating with a handbrake on at the moment. You know why like... Jay does that? Because I go down to Grace Point Cellars and I buy cattlemen. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even drink beer. Yeah, too. Davis is one of our biggest supporters. No, the, I think they're going all right. And, you know, if 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 anything, just blame it on Coops, Davis. Yeah, exactly. We do all blame Coops. Mate, what's it like? <laughs> Dealing with life without doing what you did for so long in terms of adjusting to not being a professional rugby league player anymore? Um, oh, look, I was probably looking forward to to it, you know, like not being sore anymore and getting to spend a bit more time with the family. Um, Go bed shopping. Yeah, well, I've played 15 years. I knew, knew my time was coming up eventually, so um, you got to start looking forward to those things and I haven't really missed the footy that much. I mean, the other night, you know, I was envious of those blokes that got to run out there to a pretty hostile crowd that would have been awesome to play in, but um, certainly don't miss being sore anymore or or getting told to do things that I don't want to do when it's raining and <laughs> <laughs> training in the in the wet and all that stuff. But um, I'm still a fan of football, you know, Played the game since I was four years old, so I still pretty much watch every game and and just love the game. So um, yeah, I'm really enjoying uh, what this next chapter of life has for me. Speaking of another game that you love, Jay, how's the golf going, mate? I haven't got out too much on the actual golf course, but my ex golf yes. is outstanding at the moment. So um, I think I shot about seven over the other day for eighteen. So. I'm starting to get a bit better, mate. It's good. You only, you that, only have to walk 25 steps from X-Golf simulator to bar exactly. and then back. It's great. <laughs> exactly. And they stock cattlemen's as well. So I'm laughing. Outstanding. Um, mate, let you get back. I, I know it's a, uh, a busy time. You thought trying to prepare for a rugby league game was hard. Well, <laughs> bed shopping <laughs> with a two-year-old. <laughs> that tops it by a long, long way. I'm just watching him now, and he's just running and jumping on lounge. And he's going to be foot marks <laughs> over every round. That is so great. No. I'll make sure when I get to the Central Coast and then I tell B that uh, Jay wants you to come over this afternoon. He's got a special job for you. (laughs) Got to put this bed together. Oh, mate. Surely you get the already assembled one. Get a slab ready and we'll be there after Sunny Coast, mate. We'll come down. Get us a slab and we'll be there. Or maybe not. Oh, no. (laughs) That's on the. That sounds like an ambulance going past. It's an emergency. You better go. Jay Moz, thanks for joining us, mate. My pleasure. Thanks, boys. I can. 
I've been through that a few times. He would much rather be lacing up the boots <laughs> at the Central Coast this afternoon and running into anybody. I would say he would rather take the first <laughs> carry of the last six carries <laughs> in a row. Like maybe take tackles one, three, five. And do, no, anyway, he's enjoying life. And Mark on the text line, yeah, Jay, all over it. JWH is ruled out. He's out. Why? I think he'll have one more week. Okay. Fair enough. Good Matt, for, uh, Matt Lodge. Lodge. Yep. How good? Is he excited at training? Don't know. I haven't been there. Oh, yeah, I haven't been there. Yeah, okay. Oh, true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So if Kit catches oh, down the toilet I today, hope they have I hope they do. the greatest day. <laughs> can you put in annual leave like during the season? I, I mean, thought that was... Can I ask you, and I don't want you to bag him, with Tupo, is he playing the Sabo? Yeah, yeah. Right. They've been named. I haven't been the, the squad has cut been cut down. Yeah, Toops, they have been named. Teddy. Yeah. Uh, all playing. He, I thought he was immense in game three with his carries. Yep. But there was one moment, unfortunately, that stood out. It yep. was the ball that hit the deck in yep. the end of the first half. Yep. And Queensland scored off it. Mm-hmm. What happened with that? Uh, in your technical opinion. Technically, my technical opinion is he tried to get his players on the left side. Yeah. And he played right side and he. Got tangled up. Lost his bearings. It lost his bearings. Yeah, his footwork was wrong, uh, and his bearings of the sideline wrong because he's he was uh, in the previous life uh, the right side winger, and then yeah. um, he shifted over to the left. The left. So, he, so he, got, he just got his bearings wrong and his footwork wrong. When that ball goes up, has he immediately got to he'll start shift left leg back, right leg back? Yep. Start, but know where the the first thing to do is work out where the sideline yep. is. Yep. And that was and then the, go that back was the one. Yeah. Because he played on the opposite side, so mm. in my humble expert opinion, <laughs> well, it is an expert opinion. He was on, yeah, that, that's what it was. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, just from our week in review, Kev from Camden, perfect system for the send off boys. Yeah. Get the NRL, get on the Absolutely. NRL commission ASAP. First man gone, second man safe, third man gone, fourth man safe. As long as he is on the same team, same as... team as second man, and then everyone else after that gone. Listen to the man, Volandis. Yeah, listen to me. Uh, players backing up should be able to make up their own True. minds, says Kev. Just cranking up the whippersnipper now. Love you, work, fellas. Good stuff, Kev from Camden. Uh, enjoy the day, mate. In the uh, We've got a yeah, nah, that's uh, can save for later. Morning, lads. Surprised Nick wasn't at the Man United game last night. Loves a bandwagon totally. or at least looking for another gig. Matt, correct. Yeah, yep. no. he tried to get down there. Couldn't, Couldn't anyway. Exactly. And uh, morning, Moas. Seriously, everyone needs to settle down a bit over the three games. There's hardly much between the two. But when it comes to Queenslanders, would we'll die for it. And New South Wales would be just happy to get their legs cut off. <laughs> Fair enough. Tino just doing a bit of OHS, getting Burton out of the way. <laughs> Gags fists. Fair enough. Head was easy to grab uh, and drag away. Still singing AA, yippee, yippee, AA. Uh, yeah, chills. Cheers, Hillstorm, Maroon, um, Hillary, whatever that means. Anyway, we're off to a quick break. We've got Yenar on the way. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. It's time for... Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. No, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Oh, we've got a loaded segment again for you now. <laughs> Absolutely loaded. Hold fire for a second. Yeah. Let's get a couple out of the way here from Origin first. If that's all right. Uh-huh. Sitting there, pondering life, knowing what the end result was going to be with Queensland in the ascendancy in the second half, about the 60th yep. minute and thinking, geez, about now Jack White would be handy. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Have to get that off. Low-hanging fruit. The first three minutes being a fantastic advertisement for junior registrations next season in rugby league. Yeah, nah. That was brutal. 
Yeah. It's a combat sport. It is a combat sport. It's like people going, oh, what about the MMA? That dude got his head kicked off. Yeah, mate, you know what you sign up for. Mm. It's a combat action, brutal sport. Would you get your kid to sign up for it? Well, people go and do MMA and jiu-jitsu and boxing. Like, that's what you sign up for. You say three minutes was a good ad- or bad advertisement. What about the next 77? Because that game was one of the best games of sport that I think anyone will see. No, I agree. So yeah. like, it was a fantastic I'm, contest. Well, you're yeah. going to take the bad. You've got to take the no, good too. You don't you're going to get kicked in the well, shins and wear shin pads no, and, roll around, is, and roll around for five. At least, they're, at least they're rolling around the field when they got their head kicked off. Everyone, it felt like everyone was amazed about how brutal and how it's wonderful it was. because it hasn't been there for a long time because it's been taken out. I didn't mind the fighting. That, 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 who cares about that? It's but the brutality of, of tackling. That. But the brutality, the, the technique and the tackling, I'm like, far out, this is not sustainable. No. It is not sustainable. It, it, that wasn't a good thing. What do you mean? Those first three minutes. Well, they were all... The three blokes uh, getting knocked all, out of the game. But one was... Two were friendly fire and it was yeah. all... I, I know, I know. But they were accidents. Happened, but, but they were... They were it was ill-considered no, technique, tag. was it not? No, it's not... Tag. Yeah, so, mate, that's the point. You just got to... That's the point. You, that was... We need to win. And you go, yeah, this is how we need to win. A little bit of game plan. And then you just rip that up and go, well, all right. That's what for eighty minutes you got to do whatever it takes. I'm gonna put my use my body as a missile. and I'm gonna try and knock people over. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the game. Look at the consequences. Exactly. Hey, walk across the street and you hit by a bus. There's consequences everywhere in life. Yeah, but I'm not gonna try and run across the street and tackle the bus. Well, you know what, Lindsay Collins and all those boys will go out and cobble. They'll do it again. Good for them. You can have that. World game, man. Exactly. You'll never, you never understand. You never cross the line. Uh, me, quick one. Grip socks. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Big yeah. No. Grip socks. It's sweeping the world. Have you seen grip socks? No. What are grip socks? Grip. G R I P. Grip. Oh, yeah. grip socks. Grip. Oh, underneath in yep. your boots. Yeah. Yep. Nah. Nah. Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> the uh, the what percentage of ex- How much better does it make you? Anyway, what I will say, what I will say, what I will say (laughs) is if you own a grip socks company, send something, just go into Nick Davis's DMs and offer him a couple of pairs and see if he says the same thing next week. (laughs) Grip socks. But the other thing that I is that players are wearing the grip socks, but then cutting off their real socks. Yes. And that looks stupid. It looks stupid, but it's comfort because the, the actual socks aren't good to wear as a whole sock in the foot. We're not allowed to tackle anyone. We're not allowed to wear it. Yes, they are. They're socks. Anyway, grip socks. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Me? You? Yeah, no, you go. Me? Yeah, you're on a roll. People being on the phone when being served by someone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. The yeah, height nah. of rudeness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are, we, what are our words? The temerity, the audacity, the... The height. The, the height, goal. the temerity, <laughs> and the audacity. Yeah, the audacity. <laughs> to be on the phone while someone is trying to help serve you. Yeah. Poor form. Hang uh, on. The worst oh, hang poor. on. I'll, I'll ring you back. Then be served. Or just hang on. Hang on. Listen to me. 20 or, seconds. Listen to me order my Maccas or whatever you get. Listen. Not good enough. Get off the phone when you're being served. Yeah. Nah. Speaking of you being served, yep. Good coffee orders. 
Don't know about them. So in this society, we have a limit on the amount of alcoholic beverages you can buy at a bar. <laughs> four, generally. Yep. You go to the, the footy, you, you can come get, back with four. You go to get a coffee, and all you want is a quick hit of caffeine. Or generally speaking, if you're getting a takeaway coffee, you have got somewhere to be. And you get in the line. And there's someone before you, Ordering for and the they get the, hang on, I'll just get the list out of my pocket. <laughs> there needs to... Yeah, no. Nah. No, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. Six needs limit. to be an express lane. Six limit. Like a dream world. Or at least, if, you're no, if you know you are buying a coffee for, the for half building. a floor of freaking workers <laughs> with all, and let me tell you, all 12 ain't the same. They're not the same. No, there's the calf, yeah, decaf, double decaf. Oh, far out. Extra hot. Extra hot. I didn't realise that extra hot was heating the milk up too. I never yeah. knew that. Didn't you? What are you coffee? What, what do you think it was? I don't know. Yeah. I, Can don't I, know I don't up. know how you made the water extra hot. Limit of six, I'm calling for. A moratorium. Can I stand up for the cafe workers? Because yeah, yeah, it's if, not their you, fault. if you often go to the same coffee place, right, and you are standing from Jenny from Accounts who's buying 16 for the office... The the barista will know you because you're a, you're one of the locals. You're a mm. regular customer, so the barista will say no because they all say, "Oh, he's just going to get Does the one." Happen? They'll yeah, it does happen. So they'll okay. make his order, mm. and then he goes straight through, and then just fixes it up after or fixes it up the next day. So let's <laughs> not um let's not smash down all the cafe shops. No, no, they no, smashed in the last three years in COVID. That's so. not. It's not the people. No, it's it's not their the fault. people. That, there needs to be a lane. Business. There needs to be a like group. Like group check-in at the airport. Yeah. When the team go, you go yes. to a different one. Yeah. Group check-in. If you are ordering more than six coffees, go to group check-in. Agree. Yeah. Agree. I had As that, does. That very thing you said, I had that a week ago. What's up? Went down to my regular joint in uh, Espresso Bar down in Monavale. <laughs> and uh, rocked up and someone in front was ordering eight coffees. And my man Vinny just yells over the back. AP. Ads, I've got your phone order, mate. Here it is. And I go, <laughs> stupidly, what phone order? Who's <laughs> <laughs> trying to help me? Take <laughs> you. Can you yeah, nah, me? Yeah. yeah. Nah. Me? Yeah, you. Celebration goggles, they look stupid. Yeah, all because ice hockey players did it once. One, it, it's run its course. Mm. But if New South Wales had done it, I would have gone, how good is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it arrogant to pack the, the goggles Well, before a game? Is it one of those, 2006, I saw a whole heap of back-to-back T-shirts get torched. (laughs) (laughs) They were in the dressing room. Champagne, like, oh, better get them out. (laughs) Did they douse the shirts in champagne because it's flammable and maybe give it a light? No. The arrogance to pre-order the Googlays. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. You? The warrior tone given to some commentary of Tiger Woods playing golf. And we will get to Tiger a bit later on. But seriously, he is not recreating the real-life version of Saving Private Ryan. He could have died. He's playing golf. He could have died. He's walking. Oh, listen to my back and listen to you. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't go. I didn't have people going to a golf course. I'm not so much about Tiger. He's feeling the pain that he's feeling. Mm -hmm. But the tone of the commentary sometimes oh, is a little. Look at him. Yeah, no, nah. no, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. He's a warrior. Mm. Brave human being it is. I've got two left. I'm not sure which. I'll go in this order. 
recent uh, recent flick freaking flyer. The size of people's carry-on luggage is starting to become a little bit absurd. I can understand it given the current environment where all the airlines have sacked all their um, yep. baggage handlers. So and people <laughs> are like, oh, bags are getting lost, bags yeah. are getting thrown around, bags are getting wet. Uh, people's carry-on baggage is becoming a little bit absurd. Can I give you a tip? What? To to ensure that you can have the most available room in your carry-on, if you say you're going for a night, you mm. should be able to get your clothing, your matter that mm. you need for the next 24 hours in carry-on, mm-hmm. roll up the clothes, pack them tight and roll them up. I was waiting for something from cram backing then. Even go as far as vacuum packing. Oh, that's yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. What? Come on, man. you got to do everything you can to avoid putting your bags under now. Absolutely, people are doing it. I've been, mate. Vote one vacuum pack. Go. They got. You got another. Two-year-old kids that can just walk. Wheeling in, carry on buggies. Yeah, true. They can't even walk. Yeah. This kid's got his backpack on. <laughs> Mum and Dad just don't want an extra bag. If your baggage is bigger than you, you can't carry it on. <laughs> Last one. And if Rocky from Gosford strongly agrees with you, I need someone here passionately, strongly agreeing with you on this. If you are crossing the road at the lights mm. and you press the button, you must then wait until the green man comes up. Because mm. what you see is people <laughs> press the button and then like, oh, there's no cars, and then they go. <laughs> and then you have to stop. 30 seconds later. 30 seconds later for the person that's already crossed and he's halfway up the street. <laughs> Happened last night on the way over from the airport. Yes. Can't do that. <laughs> she can. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. No. <laughs> if you want to, hey, if you want to play Frogger and you want to, and, <laughs> and you want to rush, you want to Frogger your way across, go for it. But you can't have a bet each way at topsport.com.au. Gamble responsibly. You can't. You can't. If you press the button, you are then made a commitment and a contract to yourself that you have to wait. I can imagine you as well getting so frustrated. Going, Yelling at him. Who, at the, who was it? Going, right. Oi! <laughs> Oi, you! Wait. Dickhead! <laughs> what did you do that for? I was tired. I want to go home. But in COVID times, no! though. Yeah. Look, I think I'm just that's when the, you uh, don't press it. That's yeah, when you don't yeah, press it. Yeah, in COVID if times. If you don't press it, that's fine. And play Frogger and work your way across the road. A bit of agility. But don't. But if you press the button. Yeah, okay. If but you if, press the button. You stand there and you wait. <laughs> okay, but if the lights are automatic, let him, talk, let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. I think I don't know. What do you if mean it's automatic? Now because it's not like it's not like a car when you walk up to the lights, it just senses you on the no, ground and goes, "Oh, I'm going to." No, let Nick, you can't learn anything by talking. Just <laughs> let, you, listen for a second. Okay. So during COVID, they didn't Two want people touching the buttons, yeah. right, because of the germs. So yeah. I'm sure there's still a bit of an overhang from that. And so now they're just automatic. So they do it by themselves what? anyway. So some poor bloke who's walking 20 metres down the street has felt the wrath <laughs> of Nick Davis no. coming back from the airport. No. Mate, he's a poor no. guy. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the walking lights don't automatically. They do. They do not. They do. Maybe they do some places. Okay, maybe. But anyway, but if you press that button, <laughs> yeah, okay, if yeah. you press the button, you have made a contract. You must yeah, no, wait. No, yeah, no, you yeah, no. wait before yeah, you go and order. Yeah. 
Oh, hang on. Okay, Rocky from Gosford. No. He's come to him with a couple. Adam, I agree with you on a lot of things, but the coffee limit may be the strongest, most passionate <laughs> agreeance I've ever had with you. Well in. Yeah, nah. Rocky from Gosford, who has doubled up. They doubled down. Sorry, <laughs> Nick. That's a strong no. disagree. As a regular pedestrian, we should be able to hedge. No. To be fair, Adam's first year now was a shocker as well. What was your first year? <laughs> no, you can't hedge. The first one? Or the white one? Yeah, that, that's enough. No, you can't. Well... I'd probably hedge if I was a pedestrian or have another, but I was a driver here. And then you could see when you're going up to the lights and it goes red and you're like, what's it going red for? And there's no, and you're like, see the person walking 30 metres down the road. Yeah, welcome back to the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers. It goes on on the text line, doesn't it? Uh, So, Mark, sorry, Davis, (laughs) wouldn't have walked anywhere getting chauffeured around. (laughs) Some lights are automatic when the traffic lights change. And Uh, from, yeah, some are. Yeah, yep. Um, they are in the city, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one from Matt as well. I'm not sure about this. I don't live in the eastern suburbs. Nick, do you realise people of true? Jewish faith are not allowed to touch traffic lights and buttons on Saturdays? Is that yeah, true? That, yeah. I uh, think technology is a no go. You're not allowed to use any kind of technology at what all. What about driving? Do they just, well, so they're not allowed to drive. No, they walk around everywhere. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. And that. wait for the traffic light to change. No technology. Um, no topsport.com.au apps for them. No, but. no, they've got to. Did you know that, Tristan? Carry a pigeon to get on. <laughs> they, put, they put their bets on early. Yeah, exactly. If they bet. If yeah. they bet. And, and if they do, they do responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Top exactly. sport. Exactly. exactly. Let's have a chat about uh, a little bit of golf. Oh. So, Tiger. It looked great. I mean, obviously, those scenes were remarkable walking up the last there. What did you miss the cut by? About eight or yep. so? Uh, cut even. Plus seven. Yep, seven. For me, it was a hard watch. To see him wincing, getting into a bunker on the sixth hole. And he had like, obviously, 12 to play still. Mm. And he was in obvious pain. And he he was stuffed the moment they did the draw for the late start day one well, yeah. early. We need to, can we rewind? Ten? That's a yeah, nah. What is it? RNA. Putting Tiger in the late, early time slot. In your 150th, he's your man. You've dragged him. Bad blue. Hmm. He needed to be in the early late. So for those people at home, he needed more break in between the rounds. And, but do you, and they play late over you, there. Like You fiddle around with the integrity of the competition? Absolutely. For Tiger? Absolutely. Okay. Would they fiddle around with the live golfers and put them at bad tea times? Did they? Yeah. Did you see the... Uh... Ian Poulter. Boo. And then snap hook. <laughs> he nearly chucked it out OB <laughs> on 150 metre wide fairway. It's like you at the 10th at Pimble one day, but we won't go into that right now. Um, so Tiger Woods, yep. Should have been in the early, late window. Did you find it hard to watch, Tiger? Uh, I found it interesting. He played a lot of practice rounds. Mm. He played a lot of golf there, and I think he went there, and obviously in his... Press conferences, oh, I'm here to win it. He was there to play there for the, you know, and he's earned the right. Yep. Tiger's earned the right to go out however he likes in golf. Oh, absolutely. So if, then that was a big yeah, now that he didn't play early and late. But anyway, but I just he, he, he played a lot of practice. He played a lot and he was on the range a lot. And I think he he was probably, he might have been doing that going, geez, I don't want to have a, a trillion over here. Mm. Um, but look, look at that leg. It's the walk was oh it's he needs a cart would you let him have a cart no that's where you draw the line yep give him the good tea times but not the no cart. cart no cart given the man that is no cart no start but <laughs> 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 no nah, no cart and john daly got around 
John Daly plays in a cart on the uh, Champions League. Did tour. he make the cut? I think he did. Oh, JD, good stuff. He'd be good to watch. He'll, he, he'll have an early tee off time tonight. He'd be nice and early on the. Straight uh, off the pokies. Don't have pokies in Scotland. Oh, I don't know. Poker. You'll you find a game of poker yeah, somewhere. Poker. Yeah, find something, yeah. But yeah, I, oh, I found it. I found it hard. I just hope that another six months break, as much as he needs, he can get somewhere back to full mobility or as close to full mobility as possible. Because at the moment he's not having it. He's, he's had to change his swing so much. Like that right hip and the right leg just almost swings around totally to shove off after the ball. We've mentioned it yeah. before. It's like the the, the old man's swing. Through. Yeah, the step through. Follow the, the ball through. through to get no, a John Daly missed the cut. Three oh, I missed the cut. Like, damn it. Um, There'd be a pub somewhere in St. Andrews that's happy with that. But Live Golf has had this little bit of a shadow over the whole weekend. Posting, I'm posting, sure posting their own leaderboards. That was a massive, massive sledge. <laughs> Almost to the point of being extremely petty. But yeah, they posted that if you missed it on on Twitter, they posted their players only in the leaderboard and saying something like the open championship leaderboard with their own players <laughs> only. But here's Tiger Woods through the week, uh, we've spoken about Tiger the golfer, but here's his take on this rebel tour that's been set up with the backing of Saudi money. Greg Norman is at the forefront of it. He was banned by St. Andrews of attending the 150th celebrations. Mm-hmm. But here's Tiger's take on what the golfers and they're doing with their careers because they only play 54 holes, not 72 in live golf. And there's a whole other range of factors gone into it. Here's the great man talking about it. These players are doing for you know guaranteed money. What, what is the incentive to practice? What is the incentive to go out there and earn it in the dirt? You're just getting paid a lot of money up front and playing a few events and playing 54 holes. They're trying to you know playing blaring music and have all these um, atmospheres that are different. I, I just don't see how you know. I've, 54 holes, I mean, I, I can understand 54 holes is almost like a mandate when you get to the senior tour. The guy's a little bit older and a little more banged up. But, you know, when you're at a young age and some of these kids, there really are kids, you know, who have gone from amateur golf in into that organization. Um, 72 hole tests, you know, are, are part of it. I mean, we used to have 36 hole playoffs for major championships. You know, that's that's how it used to be. Um, 18-hole U.S. Open playoffs. You know, that's... Um, I just don't see how that, that move is, is positive in the, in the long term. He's got a point about the 54-hole thing. Why? Well, they're obviously doing it to make it a better TV product. They have the shotgun starts. I get the fact that they're trying to do something different with the game, but long term, if you're only playing 54-hole tournaments... Okay, guys like Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, they've won majors, Bryson DeChambeau. Mm. They know what they're doing. They don't need it. But the, those younger guys, like Jed Morgan, for instance, he's on that live golf. He's rocked up to St. Andrews this week, and he's way off. Yeah. He was way, way off and way below his best. He's a better player than that. He's a PGA champion here in Australia. He's gone over and missed the cut by 100 over at the British Open. I get why they've taken the cash, but I would – I don't know where it's going to be in two years' time, especially if they don't get world rankings points for those live golf events. And I've got a feeling that they're going to get knocked back by on the basis of they're only playing 54 holes and not 72-hole tournaments. So how can you give points 
to a 54-hole tournament yeah. as opposed to a 72-hole tournament and points for those who are not a, across golf, points are so important because they're one of the key factors in getting you into a major into championship. Unless you're a previous winner. So at the moment, the, the, the US Open, USPGA, Open Championship Masters, they can't turn down live golfers on the basis of they're just playing live golf, but they can turn them down if they don't make the, the, the cutoff points. And a key one is a top 10 finish the year before, former champion, top 50 in the world. It's going to be difficult for them long-term to play major championships if they don't have it. And I reckon the 54-hole thing is going to be a big inhibitor yeah, well, of that. You, all they do then is make it 72. Well, I think that's against what they want to do because they want to have the Saturday clear clear air finish as opposed to the PGA Tour finish at the same mm. time as a PGA Tour event on a Sunday. Yeah. That's what they want to do. They want to finish on a on a Saturday. I think the – I'll use a different analogy. I think the pin positions can shift very quickly on live golf because they're – Yeah. They, they make their own rules up. So It's still all settling. Yeah. It's, yeah, and they'll find the, the sweet spot. And if they do make the rules that the players can't make major championships because of this reason, well, then they'll – shift the goals, move the pins and mm. give them a chance. But Could you imagine uh, all the political <laughs> stuff going on behind the scenes with the PGA Tour, the the World Tour, a former European Tour? Yep. This week it's an Andrews talking to the powers that be that make up the rules for the Open Championship. Oh, don't let him in, don't let him in, don't let him in. Yep. All that. It, it'll be all happening. It will be. Uh, it, but I think that's where you've got two different – and McElroy's stance shifted a little bit towards the end, saying, I, I think everyone thought, oh, it's not going to happen, and now it's happened. They're like, oh, it's not going to last that long, but it will. Um, Look at a bottomless pit of money. Exactly, and that's where McElroy came out and said, well, if they're going to – if great that they're investing – if they want to invest in golf, but let's make sure it's going the mm. in, in the right direction. So everyone the, – the game in another – what is it, 150th – another 150 years – where does it, where does it sit, and where does it look? Might look like they might all be wearing what Justin Thomas wore this week in the first round. <laughs> Did you see that? Hoodie, hoodie, tight jeans, showing the ankles, showing no the socks, ankles, no socks. Ten years ago, you don't get on Cronulla looking like that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think there's, and it's always been a lot of games and a lot of things, and everyone is resistant to change. Everyone is resistant to change. It's a bloody natural habit. But I think the golf and in particular tennis have been such a, a gentleman's sport sort of thing where you're like, oh no, these are the this is the way it's always this is the way it's always been done. This is how it's set. Yeah. This is how it's set. Uh, could not agree more with Nick Davis. As a simple courtesy to drivers, just have a look. This is about pressing the button and walking before it turns green, thus holding up traffic for no reason. People rock up to lights and just auto-press the button and look up, realise it's not required, cross then blah, blah, things up for everyone else. Hedge if it's busy and save it to press the button if you're unsure. But if there's hardly any traffic, you're just waiting for motorists, wasting motorists' time with your selfishness and lack of common sense. It's hard not to assess the traffic around you and make a sound judgement. It's not hard, I should say. Keep up the good humour, boys. Cheers. It's a strident agreeance. Thank you. Your good self. I appreciate that. So we're now we're jaywalking. No. <laughs> no. So, no, we're not. <laughs> so now we're jaywalking. We're not pressing the button. No. We're just walking you, whenever. Just you walk whenever. Just stride across the fairway. And, um, but, boy, yeah, Jed Moore, he has not been going that great anyway. No, he's probably got this on his plate wondering what he's going to do with his career. That offer would have come around the 
the top uh, earlier this doing? year. But I know what he's going to do it. Anyway, he's um he's got guaranteed money, but is he going to put his career forward? But we'll they, those guys there, sorry, just quickly, they were the ones at the bottom. Once the big dogs keep coming, they get keep getting pushed out of these tournaments. So interesting. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Text on the text line 0457 736 736. Boys on Live Golf, too many good players have gone across Mm. now. If they're not allowed to play the majors, then winning major championships becomes devalued. Matt, very good point. The asterisks. Will there be an asterisk over the Live Golf? Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. And uh, good morning, boys. Do you guys stop at those island ways and let people across even though they're not meant to stop or as a general courtesy, stop only for the kids and families to get across? Very interesting point. Yeah, it <clears throat> kids change the dynamic big style when you're behind the wheel. Yeah. If you're driving up and it's the island bit where it's not a pedestrian crossing, yes. but if you see like a parent there and they've got one kid in front and a bike and yeah, one kid yeah. behind on a bike, you've got to go, the you hit the brakes. And, but they've got a wave. Get much wave. Yeah, I, I do agree. I agree with that. Otherwise, society starts to those. crumble. There's got to be some. There's got to be something there that we can hang on to. Mm. But if you press that button, you stand there and just wait. Definitely. Morning, boys. Why does third man in? I think he's having a go at you here, Gibbo. Third man in Gibbo, proudly tell us to watch out for ex-league players in tonight's union test. Tell us, um, will he tell us to watch out for the union players when the Rabbits play the Chooks next? There are far more union players bolstering league than vice versa. Mr. Quintessential. Ooh. Ooh. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Mr. Knight. Okay, your... well, first of all, um, <laughs> third man in. A list of dot points here. You can change my name to Sammy Thiday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the third man in. But the reason is Mr. Quintessential. Quintessential That's the is one. that this audience generally likes rugby league. You have a look at uh, all the people who present on all, SCN, all three rugby people, league. All three listeners. And so basically what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get interest in a sport that is probably sitting on the outliers by using names that people would know. Mm. I love rugby union. Mm-hmm. And I love Vunavalu and RTS who are playing tonight <laughs> for Australia in the All Blacks. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for your support, John. It's the quintessential. Thank you very much. Back in a moment. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut, or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. <laughs> Welcome back. People Welcome will be back. upset when we come back from a break and we're laughing because they oh, what did Nick say? It's not, well, not. I'll bring it up. We, okay. were, we were talking about Political sports watching. SEM politics. <laughs> There's another one for Hutchie. Yep. What, we, what was SEM the first surf. one? FEN surf. 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 And then SEN politics. SEM politics. Yeah. But we might also have to call that SEM boogie boarders because those surfers were boogie boarders when they were younger. <laughs> Is that like rugby union, rugby league? Oh, maybe. I'm not too sure. <laughs> We Is were, there a divide? Are you going to talk about people that were boogie boarders that are now surfaced? Well, there's a, I think, no, I don't, there's no divide anymore. I think it used to be there was a bit of a divide, but now that... How do you feel about people who get on um, kayaks and get onto waves? Stand oh, up, the stand-uppers. The, the stand-uppers stand-up, are generally frowned upon in most lineups. Yep. But uh, the kayaks, yeah, again, they're sort of frowned upon. But if you live in a metropolitan area or live near a beach that is just always packed, you don't really get to get angry at anything. 
So if you're surfing by yourself somewhere up the coast and yeah. old mate rocks up with a stand-up paddleboard and sits right next to you, you're probably not going to be too happy. But if you live <laughs> at, say, Bondi or somewhere on the Gold Coast, then... Yeah. It's better than a seal it. rocking up next to you. Or... Yeah, or the... Or because um, what's following a seal? <laughs> mm. Rocks? Yes, exactly. Uh, stick it up him, Gibbo, says Hillstorm. <laughs> Always support from the Arvo listeners and your best work still after midnight. <laughs> and uh, on radio. Yeah, and on radio. <laughs> <laughs> now, third hour. What have we got coming up? Third hour. The Lord. Got? Lord Sir Tristan Merlihan. You're very excited about that. Yeah, well, I haven't spoken to him. Could, and Pete Lawler is going to join us to talk a bit of cricket. What's up, Pete? About, uh, Socks coming back again. Uh, t- yeah, I know. Reincarnate. Do, uh, I get his sh- do I get his shifts now in afternoons because he's going to be cricket training? If you want. He's three three-pace run-up, the great man. Uh, we will talk about the T20 situation, the big bash, with the Australian players now available. Mm. Potentially, if they want to be. Four-day tests, are they a thing of the future? Instead of five-day tests, are they going to change that one day, given the scoring rates of England's test lineup at the moment? The basketball. Basball. Uh, so, yeah, we've got uh, Pete and Tristan and plenty else. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Yeah, welcome back to the Mowers Club. Uh, thanks to Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. And joining us right now to talk a bit of cricket, even though it isn't peak cricket season here in Australia, there's plenty to talk about with the Australian tour of Sri Lanka. Also, the Big Bash situation with all of a sudden the Australian players being available because the White Ball uh, series against South Africa has, get, uh, has been called off. So will they be available? Will they pl- play? And also the future direction of Test cricket. Very interested in what England did against New Zealand and India recently with a scoring rate. And to do all of that is the uh, chief cricket writer for The Australian, also a podcaster with his man Gideon Hay on uh, Etc., which is well worth a listen, and on SEN as well. Pete Lawler joins us right now. How are you, Pete? Good morning, Adam. Is that intro okay? Did I cover everything off that you're doing right now? Okay, yeah. It was good to chat, mate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Catch you next time. Outstanding. Mm. Hey, um, first of all, Sri Lanka really enjoyed – I've really enjoyed these last two test series that we've played, the the one in Pakistan and the one in Sri Lanka. And it feels like you can enjoy it more because of the appreciation that the Australian team are giving to the locals and what they're getting back as well from the locals. It's been two tours of goodwill almost. Yeah, I think you're exactly right there. There's there's a feel good factor around these tours that has that's that's pretty unusual when you're in Australian when you watch Australian cricket, isn't it? Like where Australia Australian cricketers wherever they went, they were the enemy, the Panamine villains. The locals hate them. They booed and jeered, and and you know they still will in England and South Africa and those things. But the genuine gratitude with which they were received in Pakistan was was almost overwhelming. You, saw, so you see guys like, like Dave Warner was really nervous about going to Pakistan. And he, I reckon if he'd had his way, he wouldn't have gone. But the whole team went. The whole, you know, everybody made themselves available. He got there, and I think he, he realised it was a, 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 great, a great move. I mean, the, I've never seen those guys uh, get treated so well on the field by opposition crowds, and they loved it. 
And similarly, we saw sim- we saw that in the first test in Pakistan, and we saw it after the one day series in Sri Lanka, where the crowd actually dressed up in Australian colours and held up banners and things like that. So. Yeah, feel good factor. Who knew? I've been covering cricket for a long time. But I've never seen Australians treated like that. The ugly Australians, not such a thing. Yeah. Uh, is it going to get ugly between Big Bash hopes and the franchises or the clubs or whatever you want to call them and the the want and the need, really, for the competition this summer to get these Australian players, the white ball international players, in now that they're not playing cricket. Um, what can you see happening? Can can you see all, some, or not many playing big bash this season? Oh, look, I think you you, you will see some. I mean, we saw even saw last year where the calendar was reason. You know, um, Steve Smith, who didn't even have a club or wasn't signed anyway, he he wanted to play, and a guy like Marnus will want to play. Usman Khawaja is signed up, so but there, there's something that they all share, and that's that they're batters. I'm yet to talk to a fast bowler who says, oh, that's a great idea. I'll finish a five-test summer and then I'll, I'll run around in the big bash for another month. Um, so there'll be a bit of this and a bit of that. You won't see Dave Warner there. Um, Why is that? He, he uh, A couple of reasons, I reckon. Um, one, he's got three kids and it's a very similar situation to Shane Watson. And Shane Watson was a bit of a canary down the coal mine with this stuff in the BBL. And he, Shane had finished his uh, international career to a degree and had taken up pursuing domestic cricket and said he'd never bowl more than four overs again in his life. And he was loving it. But he pulled out of the BBL because they expanded it. They made it too long. And he said, that's my family time. That's summertime. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know... He opted for family over cricket because cricket just wasn't uh, asking too much and not delivering enough. And that, that's the issue with the BBL for Dave, too, to a degree. And I think for David, I think it part of it is around the, that lifetime leadership ban. You know, he can't even captain a BBL side. David Warren is probably the best, one of the better tactical T20 minds in world cricket. He's, he's called on to captain overseas. Uh, he was the captain of Hyderabad. He wasn't this year. Um, but he can't get a go in his own country, and that rankles with him. Fair enough. So I think there's a bit of petulance on that side, but hmm. um, I'd do exactly the same in his position, frankly. Pete, Nick Davis here. Thanks for having me Good on the show. Um, Speaking about... Uh... Hang on, hang on. Hold oh, on. I didn't even know you were there, Nick. Yeah, no, well, wait, Pete. Some big, there's some big news here at, at no, SENHQ. Nothing is a secret in this studio. Yeah, yeah. Nick missed the first three minutes of this <laughs> chat because during the news break, he went out to go into a putting competition and he was on a streak and he didn't want to break 40. that streak by coming in here for the start. 40 not out. I declared on 40. I'm top of the so leaderboard here at SENHQ. His the, putting uh, was more important than us, Pete. So never, treat him with you know the, that, Pete. Oh, disregard you know that. he's treated you, you know with. That. You know that that's not true, Pete. Oh, well. Talking about cricket, giving a little bit of time back, four-day tests. What do you reckon? What do you think? Four-day tests? Yeah. Yep. No. No? No? Just no. Just say No. Um, a test needs five days to unfold. What, what would have happened in Pakistan if we'd had four-day tests? We would have had three ties. I mean, I know it took 15, it took 15 days to get a result. No, I'm not a fan of four-day tests. I'm sorry. It would uh, say, save people a little bit of money. And look, and, and you can say, oh, well, you know, we can cram the overs into four days that we would play in five. I'm certainly not a fan of longer days of test cricket. It's already, I already think it's once one session too long. Um, 
But really, I, I love the way a test unfolds under, over five days or has the chance to unfold over five days because that's important too. That can influence things and the way a, a wicket can deteriorate yeah. or mm. improve over five days. So, no, I but you know, might be just my fear of change, Nick. I don't know. I can, I can see it being pushed in the next 10 years with the the cramming of the calendar. Like the IPL, it's not going to get smaller. Yeah. They're going to want to take up yes. more of the window. I, I can just see something having to give. And the fact, I don't know, it, you know, it, it feels topical. It's like a, a fad, really, that Brendan McCullum's mm. come in and done what he's done with England. I, I, I think their recent summer, they didn't have mm. a run rate below 4.2 or 4.3 in any of their innings, England. It was extraordinary yeah. what they were doing. Is that the way forward for cricket? And will that then result in the thinking of, well, do we need five? Why don't we have four and clear up a bit of time on the calendar for more T20s? Your point around uh, clearing up time in the calendar is a good one, I reckon. Um, really heartening thing that came out last week, wasn't it? Yeah, I wrote about it last Saturday, is that the uh, rather than shrinking, the uh, Border Gavaskar Trophy is moving up to a five-test series. You know, this will be the last four test series. And from in the next FTP, that actually has equal billing um, with the Ashes. But yeah, I can see, I can see what I can see the uh, I can see the upside there of the four days because because tours are now so equipped. I reckon that the tour game's pretty much dead. Nick, I, we even saw that with Pakistan; they didn't bother. They put in a dry wicket at the MCG and um, and did a little bit of training on that, but. We won't see those languid long tours where you have a couple of games against counties and a you know an Australia and Australian eleven those sorts of things. But yeah, you could be right. You're um, you know the IPL's looking to go up to seventy five days. It's, it's already pushed for a ten week window, <laughs> but it uh, it's yeah. because it's increased to ten teams. It's looking to increase to twelve teams. Yeah. The difference between the IPL uh, expanding like that. Um, is that there's enough butter to spread on the toast? Um, with the BBL, when they expanded, they didn't they didn't increase the salary cap, so hence all those international players who used to be really excited by the IPL, uh, um, go well. Why would I spend two months getting that much money when now there's so much competition? Like you've got the um, the Bangladesh League, the South Africans opening up the league, UAE. Uh, and there's one other isn't there? the UAE. Thank you. And the UAE is half the length yeah. and twice the money. I mean, they're offering half a million dollars to good players to go over there for half the time. That's truth. Good luck getting that. I'm going to send over my highlights from indoor cricket <laughs> this yeah. week. I mean, and the, I, the IPL is paying, you know, twice the salary cap to a single payer. Basically. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it can sustain that growth. And that's a right worry. The other big worry this week is the South Africa. Can, can we move on to the... Uh, the South Africans, pull, mm-hmm. like that, that's a bonus for, for Cricket Australia. What mm-hmm. we're talking about with that South African series gone on, they'd have gone, oh, yeah, don't go, don't go. Oh, thank God they're gone because it clears up for the Aussies to play in the BBL. But in doing that, they've done that because they want to go home and get their T20 league off the ground finally. They've had two attempts in the past and hasn't wanted it. But in doing that, they've endangered their place in the World Cup next year in India. In, in all my writing about this, I said about this stuff, I was saying domestic cricket is chal- the one thing that will give way is, is international limited overs cricket. You know, the ODI 50, and the yeah. T20 International will have to make way for domestic cricket. It's just the way it's going. Hmm. 
I never envisaged that the World Cups would be challenged. I mean, South Africa have basically risked a place in a World Cup to play club cricket at home. That's a really significant move. Absolutely. Hey, just uh, yeah. finally, Pete, before we let you go, mm. um, your thoughts on, because I'm getting nothing out of our <laughs> Swans employee in the studio right here. He's, he's put up the brick wall when I asked him about it before. Buddy Franklin, yeah. will he be playing for the Swans next season? Oh, you only talk. You know, I, I watch. I, I watch footy as a fan these days, so I don't have any inside knowledge at all. The way his wife's talking, he will be, won't you? Won't he? Mm. You know, I, I, yeah. Um, Jacinda's more quotable than Buddy is. Um, oh, I hope not. I hope not. They never really work out those third clubs, do they? That sort of uh, that that reprise. Um, we'll see. Um, it's up to the Swans. Um, I don't know, Nick. I don't know how the way the Swans think, but they really do have to start thinking about the future. And if they were to lose, you know, one of their, you know, if that was to endanger having a, a, some of those hot young midfielders like Warner or Rowbottom or something like that, yeah. I don't know their, I don't know their status. I think you would let him go. Yeah, probably for me, Pete. Not have an eye on the future. Yeah, I agree with that. If he was looking, I think it's the fact that it's probably one. Look, I think if if a Warner row bottom, uh, I think they've re-signed both Gordon Campbell, Heaney's on a long-term Mills. A lot of those young Logan McDonald re-signed for two years. So I think if it's one more for Franklin, they can find that whatever that sort of the the half a million that they're talking about. Then they can talk to the young kids. Look, you got one more year to play with Bud, and then we'll we'll top it up at the back end. So I think the fact that it's one uh, makes it, you know, pretty, um, pretty confident. Well, I would think that he would doable. You reckon it's not going to, it's not going to risk the future. It's not going to risk the future given it being one. If he was asking for two or three, uh, then it would probably be, look, might be, might be too hard, but I think both parties will come to an agreement. And it's probably one thing back to, to, to Bud as well, going, look, you've got a chance here with these young kids. If you stick around for one more, if they're not in the window this year, they definitely will be next year to, to win a competition and, and, and bow out um, bow out that way. That That's a good argument, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're are, they they're looking, they're, they're threatening, aren't they, the Swans? So. Yeah, they are. Peter, really appreciate your time this morning, mate. And, uh, yeah, always something happening in cricket, so look forward to reading about it from your good self. Thanks, and thanks, Nick, for giving up your golf game to drop in and have a chat, mate. Thank you, mate. Don't worry, he's got his Roosters gears on, uh, gear on for his afternoon exploits and getting another invoice in. Pete Lawler there from The Australian. Back in a moment with Lord Sir Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Something big coming from uh, Nick Davis. It's not big. It's very... It's something different, I think, for the stupid multi who's on the way, and we're going to bring in Lord Sir Tristiano Merlihanigno. A couple more syllables to your last name there, Tristan. Uh, How are you, mate? Yeah, very good, very good. No, I know you spent a lot of time uh, studying over the last few days, so looking forward to seeing what is rolled out for the, uh, the stupid multi. So topsport.com.au. Back to now we're back into the rhythm of regular... NRL Rugby League and uh, full round this weekend. What do you got for the games this afternoon? And I will point out that my co-host right now has made the decision to preemptively, preemptively dress for the Roosters game on the Central Coast. He's got the full. He's here in full Roosters kit. He's going to be the mascot this afternoon. He's got the. Uh, 
No, what do you make of, uh, of that game and the other games this evening as well, Tristan? The Davis Soward Cup. I need, to, yeah, I need this. David I need Davis. this. <laughs> yes, yeah. He, he's still talking. He's still talking about the upset they got on yeah. Anzac Day. So it's uh, $1.37, the Roosters. They've been backed off the map. $1.50 into $1.37. The Dragons, $3.29.5. So Teddy did everything he could to lift the... Blues over the line on Wednesday night, but couldn't quite get it done. So I'm sure he'll have a big game there for the Roosters out there at Gosford. So remember, that's that's a neutral venue, and uh, yeah, should be a should be a good game to start the day. And then uh, your Eagles, Adam, a dollar thirty-five against the Knights, three dollars thirty-eight and a half the line there. So. Uh, under and over how many sin bins for David Clemmart today might be a good market to throw up as well. <laughs> and then the the Titans, uh, they got their grand final tonight against the Broncos. $2.65 the Titans, $1.50 the Bronx, five and a half the line. They've been smashed the Titans. $3 into two sixty five. None of the Bronx backing up. So if they're going to win a game, Gold Coast, it's going to be tonight. They've got a crowd of over 20,000 there. So it should be a big atmosphere for the Titans and hopefully can get a result. And are they there. all in the top sport lounge for 20,000? <laughs> 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 Quick year nah. <laughs> Quick year nah. Why would you schedule this game three days after Origin? Why not? Everyone's up there. I don't give the Titans a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Oh dear. Um what else? AFL, footy. AFL, yeah. We've got footy. a uh, couple of tricky games early in the day, but then we get we've got some beauties to finish the, the, the night off where Adelaide take on Collingwood. Eight and a half the line. Uh, it's Pendlebury's three hundred and fiftieth. So uh, massive game for the Pies, but there's been a massive support for the Crows. They've been back from three dollars into two forty, mm. Collingwood out to a dollar sixty. Mm. Eight and a half. A bit expecting unsure a late change there or surely that's a, a big swing. Collingwood were look just last week but got the job done against North but Look, I thought 350 games, Collingwood would be right up for that. That's a big move. You'd think so. You'd think so. And obviously, they're, they're still right up there in top eight uh, discussion. So they need to keep winning. And Adelaide, uh, obviously not. But they, they, they lift at home, I suppose, the Crows. So, yeah, I'm surprised the move. I would have thought Collingwood uh, will be hard to beat in that game. And then the Lions have been uh, hit over the last couple of weeks with a number of players out through injury and COVID. And they're only nine and a half point favourites against GWS. Where it's two forty-five, the Giants one fifty-seven, the Lions nine and a half, and then new coach for the Kangaroos. It'll be interesting how this one goes. Uh, they're forty-five and a half point underdogs. The Tigers blew that big lead last week, so they'll be uh, wanting to make sure they don't let the Kangaroos back into this game if they, they do jump out to a start. So forty-five and a half is a big line there, and then the two beauties tonight, where Carlton take on the Cats, eight and a half point underdogs. Carlton, they've been playing really good football over the last month, despite a few injuries. Two thirty-five, one sixty. And then your Swannies head over to Perth to take on Frio, where it's a dollar fifty Frio, two dollars sixty the Swans, and ten and a half is the line. So uh, hopefully the Swannies can get an upset there. Can I just say back to the Adelaide Collingwood? Um, I I would suggest that this holds a special place in Nick's heart because this is, if I'm not mistaken, the fixture in which Eddie put the. Club credit card over the <laughs> no, bar in Adelaide. Was, <laughs> no, it was Port Adelaide. Oh, it was in it was Adelaide. Though. It was Collingwood yeah, yeah, away yeah, yeah. in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a big moment for, in the life of Nick big, Davis. It was a big one. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you surely not betting on these friendlies, are you, Tristan? The the Manchester United games and all of that? That's dangerous territory. Yeah, unfortunately, we are. Yeah, very oh. dangerous territory. You know, we, we do have a few markets up, so we've been trying yeah. to duck and weave there and do our best to... To, uh, to dodge a few wages. But, uh, you know, we certainly have them up. And, uh, yeah, the Leeds uh, play just up the road at um, 
at Seabus, and I tried to get Nick out there on Thursday night, but it was met with an emphatic no, surprisingly enough. How but, about um, no? Yeah, were... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon you'll up early, Leith, and no? then no. You crazy Dutch <laughs> bastard. Tristan's <laughs> not even Dutch. Sorry. Carry on. It sounded, it sounded very similar to that, actually. And, uh, yeah, 2-0 two, two up, and then obviously Raw scored late and almost pinched it, but... Uh, wouldn't quite get the job done, but yeah, they're they're very tricky propositions to price up. So uh, keep an eye out. We'll get them up closer to jump time. We've got the club friendlies up as as we're talking now. So I'm just having a look trying to find the market. But um, looks like the boys are still working away on that one as we speak. But uh, yeah, it's uh, there's, there's some other good sporting events on. The one that I think is that everyone's focus at the moment is the Open Golf, yes. where uh, Cam Smith is now the two dollar ninety favourite. Mm. It's a tricky one for. So Nick, you got an Aussie up the it's top. Absolutely not. It's chasing. absolutely not tricky. It is not. I will die. <laughs> I'm calling for the same treatment of Nick Kyrgios got in the paper. Deport this man. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was. It's not it was very emphatic cheering up here. So. Uh, but what about Ernie? I was looking to see what price he was uh, after his real strong Doesn't start. Matter. And, uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter. <laughs> He's gone. Who cares? Uh, oh, it was the best. You got the job done. I really had to. I, was, I sat up because Rory was playing well and we were watching Ernie Els for certain different reasons. And the Lord was like, oh, I'm off to bed. And I'm like, oh, I can just keep going. Rory's going. And Ernie was uh, coming down 17 and <laughs> proceeded to hit his ball into the hotel. And I nearly had to go and wake the Lord up and say, Lord, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. Well, yeah, but Ernie was able to scramble through and shoot a two under, which was great news for uh, our dinner the next night. But my man Rory, five dollars. Uh, it's what have you got it down to? Nearly a race in five or six. Cameron Young, Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, who I had heard you, Lord, tip uh, at twenty three dollars yesterday. He's shortened up as well. Yeah, he's into ten dollars, and uh, yeah, we were commenting when we were watching that he uh, had to take a drop in the bunker and then hit one out backwards, and he's still very close to the top yep. of the leaderboard. So if he gets an even slice of luck in the last couple of uh, rounds, he might be right in there. Dustin Johnson as well, uh, captain of LIV Golf, is there at eleven dollars. <laughs> um, Adam Scott lurking, he's sixty-one dollars. So it'd be good to see him uh, in contention tomorrow when to that game, Hatton, uh, when, when that round gets. Terrell Hatton, yeah, twenty-two dollars. He's Twice won the Dunhill Links, which is get two goes around St Andrews. So uh, for me, apart from uh, my uh, other interest, uh, Terrell Hatton at twenty two dollars would be someone uh, I'd be looking at having something on there if you've invested somewhere else to have a bit of a saver. No, definitely. And uh, even Matt Fitz, Fitzpatrick, he he's, uh, obviously knows those courses very well. He's 41. So I think it's going to be a really good day three. We know that's moving day. Looking forward. We've got all the matchups all the uh, up for the round. So um, top five, top 10, top 22. So check all of that out on the website. Okay. You ready? Now on the Saturday Morning Mowers Club, it's time for Nick's Stupid Multi. What are you, stupid? What's the matter with you? Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid as a stupid does, sir. Fortunately, nothing stupid about this. I will take the $5 straight out, Rory, to win them at the Open from three shots back. $100. Best of whatever. 100 on the whatever you can give me. Single. The unstupid single yes. non-multi. <laughs> done. We'll, we'll put that on. We'll put a little bit of overs for the loyalty. We'll put it on at six dollars. So that one, that one's done and dusted. So Rory McIlroy to win the Open. Uh, we're all Aussies cheering against him. Yes, <laughs> that that's stupid. Not by sense of how many legs are part of it. It's just stupid for the notion of 
wanting Cameron Smith to not win his first major. Horrible human being that you are. Uh, my bet. We'll have a couple of legs this week. Oh. No, I'm, I'm not going to. We can't get one, so we'll, we'll do the switcheroo. My mates, I'll go straight out and you take the multi. My mate's horse, uh, uh, race three at Rose Hill Diamond Hands, which is at the juicy each way odds of 12 to 1, uh, will be avoided. Because oh, I want important, them to... important gear change. Adam Peacock <laughs> off first time. <laughs> exactly. It's like being gilded. <laughs> going to run quicker. Uh, I'll go the Manly game. Cool. And I will go any time try score a double, if that's all right, Tristan. So I'll give you time to get the page oh, up <laughs> um, because yep. we're delving into 8,000 options per game at topsport.com.au. I'll go Tolo Kula to score a try. And Olakawatu to score a try as a double. Yeah. He's right edge. Been putting a few over the line, Olakawatu, hasn't he? So that works out at $7.40. So, uh, yeah, decent, especially if, if they can uh, put a score up against the Knights. That's a, a live chance there. So I'll pop that on 100 at 7.40 on Kualu and Olakawatu. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Big H. <laughs> it's okay, mate. We had a few beers. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit cloudy too this morning. It's okay. Tristan, I'll let you uh, get rid of the, the last um, packets of twisties that are behind the uh, the couch and get on with your day. Um, thank you very much for joining us and have uh, have a good day, but not too good. Same old story. Yes, we'll speak to you next week, boys. See you, mate. Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au. The 2022 FIFA World Cup is coming to Essie. Is hosting the Dragons at Gosford. On the Mowers Club, it's time to go around the socials. Wow. Is that it? Yeah, it was more about the song. What is that song? Oh, it's from a podcast. This is definitely going offside. But there's a show called People Just Do Nothing. It's a mockumentary about these garage DJs who have a radio station. Anyway, these guys then in real life have a podcast. And this was the sample a sample, okay. which is that song. So, so we've ripped it off them, so we're going to have to... Well, I mean, I don't know that they'll be listening in. I know they they love yeah, talk they sport, would. but... They would mow. They'd be mowers. Mm. True, true. So, but it, I sometimes wonder, is there a, a crossover between some of the stuff that I like and some of the stuff that people at 1170 SEN listen to? Uh, Mark on the text line, 0457-736-736. I know it's a different show, and this is from the uh, the Drive show. Uh, but the Roosters Dragons playing for the Jamie Soured Sachet of Sour Patches. It's uh, quite close. Probably not quite there for the... I'm every chance of getting a bag of Sour Patches for the drive-up. <laughs> Just to keep you going. To go with the... Keep the blood sugars up. Yeah. Uh, Joel Kane. I told you what I have. Limited overs test matches, 40 times 80 over innings. Mm, not sure. And lads, when I was a grommet, boogie board riders were known as shark biscuits. Yeah, shark biscuits. Surf ski riders were goat boats. Matt. There yep. you go. Are they still that? Is that the correct lingo? I'm not sure. Anyway, around anyway, the socials, around the which socials. was the uh, the intro music that we this heard. This is your standout segment of the day. Yeah, Here we well, go, Gibbo. It's all you, buddy. Okay, awesome. I am so pumped for this. Now, first <laughs> of all, we're looking at Twitter. This could have been, yeah, nah. Mm. Dominic Perrottet. Mm. He was oh. up at Origin. Oh. Apparently he was, yeah. Had a... Few hand shandies. Ah, did he? I think a few drinks as well. <laughs> and and basically what he's done here, he's posted a tweet. So obviously that the uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk and him mm-hmm. have done the, the bet. Now Dom Perrottet, following Origin, has posted the unemployment rate in New South Wales, which is three point three percent, 
and the unemployment rate in Queensland, which is 4%. Sort of like a sly dig at Queensland, and it's a massive, massive... Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. Agree. Agree. Dom Perrot's atomic. And And that is why, and Queensland's be like, don't worry, we won the origin. And that's why it means more to them. Because they don't care if we don't have a job as long as they won the origin. (laughs) They don't care. So that's the first thing for around the socials. Now... Good start. The second thing, oh, Solid. I know, are you guys You guys oh, not on TikTok? No, nah, Geordie is. Too kids old. would be on TikTok. If you've got grey hair, you don't go on TikTok. So stop. A thing happened this week. So there's sort of the it's random the acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. What's been happening is people, like, so I would go up to you if you're sitting by yourself in a shopping centre. I would bring you some flowers. Mm-hmm. And it would be a nice moment. It would. It'd be captured on TikTok. Prefer a coffee, but anyway. Well... I could also pray, play, pay for your groceries at Woolies. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's happened a few times. Say, oh, look over there, look over there. Boom, I've tapped my card. Ah, but yeah. people are starting to get annoyed. So this lady down in Melbourne, she went on ABC following this random act of kindness. She thought she was getting filmed, but she didn't know for sure until a few friends have then said, oh, look, I think you're on TikTok. Ah. So this guy's got 2 million followers. And now she's coming in saying, oh, I didn't want to be on TikTok. Now I'm sort of the butt of a joke, or even though it was... What'd she a, get? Uh, flowers. Okay. So the grocery lady... They never get flowers. They don't. So the grocery lady, I think she got like her groceries paid for. Yeah, but that's good. It brings up a pretty interesting thing that it's not illegal to be filmed in places like that. Right. You've so checked, that's a trend and you, on TikTok. And you've checked this out. Why? So you seem to be a real expert on this sort of business where you can and cannot be filmed. No, 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 Nick. So yeah, TikTok. (laughs) Call up Lee Hadjapentelis through the week. (laughs) So I look. I'm not on TikTok, but I feel like I can be the conduit to TikTok. And right now, random acts of kindness are in. So potentially go shopping. Be aware. Joel and Fletch. They have TikTok. Do they not? They do. Yeah, I. I don't use TikTok. I feel like it's a bit of a rabbit hole. I already spend way too much time on Instagram. Well, it's a Chinese data harvest, basically. Exactly right. Because you know what they do? They don't ask to sync your contacts. Mm. You know how normally when you get a new app, it says, oh, do you want to sync your contacts? Mm. TikTok is one of the few apps, and I'm sure the Chinese data harvesting, but they just sync your contacts straight through. What do they do with them? Have your data. What do you mean? What what data? Your Sonia. You get some weird emails? Me, Sonia. Oh, really? Just top sport bonus bets? Yeah. Yeah, weird emails. Your data's your your details have been sold to someone. Oh, okay. Data well, okay. sale. I don't mind about that. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I think it's overrated. The, the whole data fees. Who cares? I do yeah. Well if you're not paying for anything, well, just check your bank account. If the, the money's not going out of your bank That's account. That's the only thing you've got to be yeah, worried about, exactly. isn't it? Who cares about the rest? We all survived the what's he thing? Y two K. That? Yeah. We survived that. Jeez, there was a lot of hype about that. But that's probably the most overhyped thing that's ever happened in humanity. We played Collingwood Carlton played that night. Because they thought the world was going to end. <laughs> and we're like, we can be the last game of footy ever before the world explodes. Why did you play in the, at December 31? Big sombreros. of cash. <laughs> but it, cash, but cash. it was scaled. It was scaled. On what do you mean? Per, like if you'd played 200 games, you got, uh. If you'd played, oh, there was matches. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Matches, yeah. So was you the get? end of my? No, I was end of my first year. So oh, you got twenty first, bucks first. and a pie. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, Colin, we played the. It was the it was called the Millennium Game. Hmm. I reckon Fev kicked fifteen goals. He did, didn't he? Uh, 
That's right. Mm. He would have just gone home and got an early night after that as well. <laughs> anyway. Um, Is that it for socials? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Short, good, sharp, solid. sweet. Yeah. I feel like what I can do is I can maybe keep you guys aware. Be of on social of... media before. <laughs> yeah, true. I shouldn't have said that um, I'm not on TikTok, but I think there are trends and we won't know that because we're not on it. But I, what I'll do, I'll probably Can we start one? A trend? Mm. What sort of trend? I don't know. What sort of can trend? we be trendsetters? Well, see, because I You want um, a TikTok account. Can we do some sort of mowing trend? Well, can we, yeah. can, can we get Toro to send us a, me a mower and a whippersnipper and I'll random Ackley go and mow people's lawns? <laughs> random Ackley. Ackley. Random Ackley also learned how to speak English. Yeah, look, that's... Child prodigy. <laughs> what I'll do is we'll get our... Keep, stay in school, kids. We'll get our social <laughs> media producer and he'll yeah. get straight on to that <laughs> one. TikTok. Where's he? <laughs> I'm not sure. He's floating around here somewhere. There you, go. Nick, you too can have Nick Davis just rock up at your door. Nick Davis, come to save us. I'll come up. I'll turn up with the Toro and I'll mow lawns. <laughs> you people, you if mind. I keep speaking like that, that might be my hey! job. Get up my lawn. Up my I lawn. want it mowed. I'm a cricket pitch in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> a few golf holes. Oh. Why are there circles on my front lawn? <laughs> Why is it been out there with a little pitching like, wedge? Running at 10 all of a sudden. Ten on the stint meter. Um, I know we usually do this in the last segment. We want to say for what are you doing this Arvo for the last segment. But um, honesty session, quick one. Yeah. What do we thought? Start, I, I think I'd really tailed off. Honestly, I think I really did tail off. But I think I held it to par for the text line callouts. No, no, I don't think par. <laughs> par is twenty two. Yeah. You you've probably you've par is twenty two. If you know to how a, many times, if you know how many times Adam has said oh four five seven seven three six seven three six, text in on oh four five seven seven three. You have one minute to do so. So look, yep, the text line scoreboard for all those at home. Adam shot out to a great lead. Continue that lead, but look, well below par. Uh, but that's okay. Missed the cut. Mike's yeah. off. Adam only once today. That is a significant <laughs> that's improvement. An improvement. Yep. Well done. Uh, and Adam, an area which look normally you like to win as well. The plugs. No plugs. Nick. Yeah, he did. He did the coffee shop. The coffee. Oh, mm. I, oh, sorry. Yep. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe my score checking there. Espresso is so bar. Marvel. Um, it's worth two. <laughs> Bloody good coffee. And the suburbs. Well, this one was a hotly contested one a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I think nil. Broadwater Beach one nil win. <laughs> Only because he stayed there through the week. Our Brisbane listeners. Hello, up on SNQ. I did a little bit on SNQ. I was on Jace's show the other day. Oh yeah, from Dreamworld. What about, I said, to Jay, said uh, if Brandon Smith got three weeks for his abusive language, <laughs> I just got six weeks from Dreamword for my abusive language on the vibe <laughs> of the type end. I agree. I was swearing. I was not in a good spot. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, were you swearing when you took off on a plane? No. Nah. Oh, well, I don't get you. Anyway, uh, Gibbo, your honesty session, no pump up today. Yeah. Disappointing. But. Coming up with a good segment as well with around the socials, solid. You're in the positive there. And a big positive is just what about the golf segment that I asked at about 10 seconds to nine, and you went, ah, I'll find a solution. You found a solution quickly. Yeah. Good well, stuff. guys, what I did is I took a bit of feedback on board a couple of weeks ago. Maybe mm. I let some things that were out of my control get to me. <laughs> I, you know, they were cussing, obviously beeped out. but Yeah. And now I thought, you know what? what no, they were right. No, I didn't. I was... Off air. Uh, a oh, few things that are out of my control. So, look, I, what I said, I'm going to bounce back and 
I won't let the little things disturb me, and that's what I did this morning. Yeah, well done. Nick? Well done. I'm not allowed to have one. I told you that. Oh, you're not allowed to have one. Yeah, fair enough. What? Honesty session. Why not? I had too many when I was playing. Oh, like I spent that. a lot of money on therapy to get over it. You can't honesty session me. <laughs> yes, I can. Look, missile. Can. Try and get 40 missile. <laughs> yeah. Davis, 40 not James out. James Magnuson coming up with uh, missile. Listen to me out there. Crunch time. Talking to Joel Kane. Look at the leaderboard. Andrew Prashenko there. 40 not out. Well. Yeah, I, I don't know about the um, three minutes of an interview going out to play golf. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, Is that yeah that's a big negative. <laughs> big negative. Big negative. But I'm on top of the leaderboard. I don't uh, care. No one cares. You should have been here doing your professional duty. I did. I spoke to Pete. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's the way it goes. Um, we've got plenty more to come on the Mowers Club, thanks to Toro Mowers. 100 years of excellence. Uh, we're going to look forward... And Gibbo is already just pumping himself up for what he's up to this afternoon. Back in a moment to wrap things up on the Mowers Club. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Oh, what a show it's been. Back to wrap things up. And uh, Gibbo, you're frothing at the mouth because you're, uh, well, not in a bad way. You're just excited. Because you're about you're to about scrum. To... <laughs> about oh, to... no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No got to ruck and maul and do, do all those wonderful things. Well, I play in the backs. Oh, but it, of course you do. Well, like if, miles um, away. Of course you do. But some weeks, like say, if we're down a front rower, then we get to play non-contested scrums. And then you go in there. Then I go in there so I don't have to tackle anyone. Cause... I played non-contested football. Oh, well. oh really? How was that for you? How was so, that for you? Have a look at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. Fresh ass. <laughs> I'm fresh ass, so, That's yeah, good. I'm going back to a I've ground. run to tries? Uh, ooh, nah, I'm not. I haven't scored a try all year, but try Ooh. assists is oh, where okay. I make my money. In Ball my player. in my contract, it says, you know, over to a game and then you're okay. What, so um, what's the payment? Yeah. Sausage roll? Matchies. Oh, matchies. matchies. Yeah, it's all matchies. <laughs> no, just the love of the game. I, I saw so many matchies in the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Um, what is the great sporting amphitheatre that you're uh, running out yeah. of? Uh, playing at Hassel Park in St. Ives. Ah. So I used to live right near there. Those so Saturday to... morning mowers in the St. Ives area. St. Ives. Well, it's it's strange. I'm sure you guys would have experienced it with your kids' sports, but the council has been closing grounds left, mm. right, and centre. And some weeks you do want the grounds to close, and yeah. the weeks that you don't <laughs> want them to close, <laughs> they are open. They so are, I'm not sure what sort of... Um, what sort of grass will we be playing on no, it'd be, this afternoon? It'd be leafy, knowing St. Ives a little bit. Yeah. It's in the northern suburbs of Sydney. It's a leafy kind of area. It'll be it'll be it'll well be kept. Grass. So yeah, I'm Canteen, going back to a few weeks ago, our canteen status at that point. Uh, Hassel Park doesn't have so doesn't have the greatest of canteens, but what it does have is there's a lot of good like shops around it, like Chargrill Charlie. So for hey. your listeners up in Queensland, it's like a chicken <laughs> shop that's Popped around. What they don't have the Charlie's in Queensland. I didn't no, see no, oh, no. What? I didn't see. They that. wouldn't have one up there. They'd have a similar. They'd have you know the knockoff version, charcoal chickens or something. But Chargill Charlie's is Sombreros one of the greats. Big up there. Sombreros. Mm. Oh, is Zambreros big anywhere? Zambreros. 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 Burrito place, right? The burrito. Sharky sponsor. Instead of the in the eastern suburbs of uh, Sydney, Sombreros. Sombreros. <laughs> Hey, what are you guys like, doing this afternoon? I'm about to put my sombrero on and head up. <laughs> do you like do the, Adam? Uh, sorry, Nick. Do the players like playing in that ground? Because it's such a picturesque ground up there at Gosford. Yeah, it is. It's good. Um, Great ground. Boys went up yesterday. Captain's mm-hmm. run. Stay up there. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's an hour away. Meh. 
Just get in the bus on the day of the game. Why not? So they're down in there on the Crown Plaza at uh, yeah, Terrigal, Terrigal, are they? Yep, yeah. Yep. All kinds of things you can get up to on a Friday night in that beer garden. Well, I'm pretty sure. I would hope. Well, I would hope. Well, well never make. Isn't that the Nate Miles Hotel? Never make closing the statements. Friend of the show. <laughs> Freddie as well, friend of the show. Well, we've never had him on, but he, I'm sure he would be a friend. But he, I think he did some of his best work there at the early hours of Sunday morning. So you're heading up there for your official capacity there, for the Roosters. Capacity. Straight back down to? What? Bridge to do open. what? Bridge Open. Bridge what? Open. Yeah, thought so. I've got I'm, sons football. I'm three back. From, I'm three back. <laughs> you three back. Yeah, we've talked about this through the show. Yeah. It's un-Australian. So, uh, sons football game, right into Four Points Park, mm-hmm. right home for a bit of... Is there more friendlies? Wallabies. Oh, there will be, but I'm not watching. Then no, no one was watching. We spoke I, about that. I'd rather the Wallabies-England match and then I think the two-screen experience. Once again, the Marty McFly Jr. Uh, <laughs> back to the future experience, watching the British Open as well. But the, the big boys aren't teeing off until, what, 11 o'clock or something like that yeah, tonight right. or later? It'll be a snooze. Yeah, be a exactly. Snooze. Be home, feed, snooze, mm. open. It's a plethora sporting action. Yeah, I think... It uh, is good. It is good. It, what it's what's tough about these sort of days, though, I, I'm going to see a gig tonight. Ooh. It's sort of like a DJ gig. Starts at 11 p.m., goes to 5 a.m. Now, usually... Roosters, hang on a second. Doof, doof. That's just a night out. That's, that's just, that's just yeah. wrapping up going, I'm going out on a bender. I'm going to see a gig. Yeah, well, gig. Uh, uh, and there's a DJ. Yeah, I, I that's think a, there's That's a called a nightclub. But at that point of the night, there is could be not? anything. There could be a guy in the... In the corner of the room playing like a bloody harmonica and that is the gig but the thing is with <laughs> i don't think it will be by the sounds of things no nah, it won't be but it's fraught with danger because with the roosters playing at three o'clock right i would have just finished footy race mm. home yeah, yep. crack open the first tin mm. got the wallabies playing at seven the all blacks at five mm. by around 10 and 11 it's it's nearly lights out mm. you get to so the crossroads you get to the crossroads, <laughs> you get to the crossroads. <laughs> And all you need is the right text or the right song to come on and then away you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of. Gives that boost. Well, this is not really a Oh, this is song. not getting me off the couch. <laughs> well, at 10.30 at night, I need something a little bit more than this. Well, the song is called Get Me Out. Okay. Yeah, it's probably not, though, giving you the, the vibe that you require you to do, carry you through six well, hours you. from 11 You know, p.m. some people get... Lifted up by different songs. Well, I'll be out watching the golf, so feel free to <laughs> shoot me a text, give yeah. me a call. Thank you, Nicholas. Enjoy Thank you. sombrero time. I'll be back next week. <laughs> Thank you, Gibbo. Good luck with Sabo. Thank yeah, you, everyone, for listening. Have a great day, everyone. Here's Gibbo's Pump Up song. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.